the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll-free, 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon. Welcome to this Friday edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. I am honored to be with you this afternoon. And uh, we've got uh, several things that are cooking this afternoon that uh, we need to jump into here in just a moment. Uh, But as always, uh, we'll take you all the way up to the 6 o'clock hour today, and um, we'll give you an opportunity to be a part of our show as well. Our phone lines are going to be open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. And this afternoon, as uh, we are watching a couple of uh, situations out there, um, and uh, one of it is uh, one of the things that we're watching is the path of the newly formed hurricane. Hurricane Esaias. Esaias is now a Cat 1, and uh, as we are looking at most of the spaghetti models, it's going to bring it up uh, just to the left of uh, Nassau uh, into the Florida Straits. It does not look like, at least with the main cone, there's a good chance that it will not come onshore uh, in the area of um, uh, Hollywood or Broward County or Miami-Dade or Homestead. Now, it's going to come real close. And with that cone of uncertainty, everyone from uh, probably Homestead on up needs to be making full preparations for a Cat uh, 1 hurricane Uh, That does not include those of us that are in this area, and that's important to uh, remind ourselves, at least for right now. Now, things could change, and uh, those of us who are veterans, I was born and raised here, as many of you know, and uh, as uh, we see these particular storms coming up this area, we need to be very, very careful. Now, tonight it's estimated that the hurricane will have winds of about 80 miles an hour. That's for 8 o'clock tonight. Tomorrow morning at 8 a.m., it should be going over the Bahamas. And uh, it's scheduled to possibly have hurricane force winds up to 90 miles an hour. Now, that's Saturday at 8. 
Now, Saturday at 9 p.m., we're looking at um, 90 mile an hour winds, and it's about directly due east of uh, Miami, Miami Broward, that Homestead, Miami Broward area. Now, obviously, that track could change. It could be a little farther out into the Atlantic uh, or to the east, or it could be a little bit closer on shore. So that's Saturday at 8. Now, Sunday morning at 8 a.m., it's uh, showing uh, about 85 miles an hour winds uh, in this Cat 1 storm, and it's going to be very close to being east of uh, the Kennedy Space Center, which is uh, in that area from... uh, you know, New Smyrna to Kennedy Space Center, a little bit further south. That's due east of us. Uh, Sunday morning at 8 o'clock is when it should be positioned there. Going to slow down a little bit because between that and 8 o'clock uh, in the uh, evening Sunday night, it's going to reduce down to about 80 miles an hour. Still a Cat 1 hurricane, but it's going to be um, – Actually, it's going, to be, it's going to be a little bit north of the Cape. It's going to move very little on Sunday. Now, we get into Monday, uh, into the work week. Monday at 8 o'clock, it, it shows that it's well offshore and uh, offshore just about due east of Savannah. So that's, uh, that's the update of uh, what we're looking at uh, with this particular storm, and we'll keep tracking it as well uh, for you. But uh, I would just keep an eye with... Um, the local updates from the National Hurricane Service to uh, keep you plugged in. Now, Asias, well, as you know, I had a little bit of a difficulty uh, on the on the um, on the run pronouncing the name of our new hurricane, uh, but I found out that uh, Asias is a Spanish, and it is Spanish, and I didn't realize this until uh, Yehudi and others pointed it out to me. Uh, but uh, in in English, it stands for well, 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 a prophet, one of our prophets, our prophet that's named Isaiah. So here comes Hurricane Isaiah. For those of you <laughs> that want to translate that to uh, English, so Isaiah is making its way uh, up toward Florida. And by the way, Isaiah means God's helper. So uh, here we have God's helper that's uh a name given to one of our hurricanes this year, so we will keep uh, tracking that. But the little bit of, uh, of trivia there was very interesting to me. Well, let me remind you that um, you should be avoiding the area of Tampa International Airport and uh, probably the Courtney Campbell Causeway. I don't know if they're using Marine One or not, but the President of the United States, Donald Trump, he has departed Joint Base Andrews just out of uh, D.C., and he is on Air Force One. They are heading to the south. They're heading to, no secret now, they're coming to Tampa International Airport, and he should be arriving anytime the next hour or so, maybe hour and 15 uh, minutes, and then he is going to be departing immediately for a private fundraiser. Uh, Again, uh, there are no public events uh, for the president's visit. He's going to be directly going to an undisclosed private residence. It's my understanding that the guests are going to have dinner with the president, and uh, each of the guests are making a minimum of $100,000 to the effort to reelect Donald Trump. 
at this uh, particular event. So he'll be going and having the event. He'll come back to TIA, and he is not going to fly to Miami. Originally, there were two fundraisers, one here and uh, one at uh, the Doral Golf Club that he owns uh, over on the uh, East Coast, uh, not far from Mar Largo. That has been canceled because of Hurricane uh, that is coming up the uh, the Florida Straits right now. So, uh, well, not necessarily the Straits, but coming up uh, over Nassau, the Bahamas. And so that has been canceled. So he will be returning directly to Washington, uh, D.C. tonight. Now, uh, keep in mind that there has been uh, some uh, traffic going back and forth that there were going to be uh, called protests here in Tampa because of the uh, president's visit, and uh, the uh, the latest that I have on that, I've done a, a little bit of checking around before we came on the air, uh, and uh, I can tell you that there's nothing that we see uh, or know about happening anywhere around the uh, airport, Tampa International Airport, the one area where we know that he's coming in, but um, there is scheduled to be a, um, a demonstration, uh, Black Lives Matter Tampa um, is uh, one of the organizers, and they were uh, putting together an event also with the Wall of Moms Tampa. So you have two chapters now. You have Black Lives Matter Tampa that's been there. Now we have Black Lives um, Wall of Moms uh, Black Knight Tampa, that is also here as well. Um, I'll share a little bit. This was from uh, an announcement that they put out for those of you that want to be praying about this. The announcement from Black Lives Matter said, and I quote, President Trump will be here July 31st at the Florida Fairgrounds. Hmm. Our response is that he's not welcome here. He created a lot of division. He created a, feel- a feeling of anger and a feeling of hurt in our communities. He has used his power to divide us. He has used his power to disrespect us and to try to take away our right, our First Amendment right to assemble. If you look at what happened in D.C. when they were protesting up there, he brought out the tear gas and everything to walk across to get to a church. He's blatantly disrespecting and using every power he has to try and silence it. And so she goes on to say, the wall of thought, the spokesperson says, The Wall of Moms, it originated in Portland. Uh, What it is, is moms using our bodies to protect the protesters. So, with the Wall of Moms, if you go read on the website, one of the first things, their goal is to use their bodies and not their voices. So, that's part of the rallying cry in the uh, information that was put out for those organizations uh, here in in Tampa. Um, And I think they're... We'll see. I think they may be organizing at the fairgrounds, uh, even though that I don't know that that was ever um, ever talked about or publicized where the president was going. The president has gone there before for um, regular rallies, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but uh, the fact that this was a very private uh, dinner and it's a fundraiser and everything has been kept uh, pretty under wraps. Uh, I think that uh, we'll wait and see if they did have a place that they gathered to uh, express their First Amendment um, rights by uh, their views on uh, 
the uh, status of, uh, of America in some areas of interest, but I don't think that uh, they're going to get anywhere close to um, where the president is participating here uh, in our area. So just a couple of things to uh, keep you up to date. I will tell you that uh, we uh, got uh, briefed that uh, about 30 minutes ago before we came on the air, uh, I would advise you now we're in the cone uh, between, I think, 2.30 and uh, 6.30 or 8.30 tonight. I would absolutely avoid uh, the area around Tampa International Airport because you're going to see not only a lot of police presence, you're going to see uh, a lot of roads uh, blocked off uh, as the Secret Service has uh, laid out their plan for the president's visit. And uh, I would uh, try and use uh, as many alternate uh, routes uh, around there as possible and, and realize that uh, depending, um, we know that yesterday Pinellas County Sheriff uh, Gualateri said that uh, he had been asked by the Secret Service to assist. So uh, we believe, uh, I believe it's probably Pinellas County, but nonetheless, it could be anywhere. And oftentimes uh, when now, especially in the, uh, um, the environment that we find ourselves in today's America, oftentimes one um, um, sheriff's department, in this case, say Hillsborough County Sheriff's where he's going to land, uh, they could uh, have asked for support from many other uh, law enforcement agencies. And uh, the sheriff in St. Pete could have been asking the question, uh, answering the question, but he definitely didn't give any indication where they would go, be going or what they would be doing. Our phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. I'm Bill Bunkley. This is the Bill Bunkley Show. Stay tuned. Be right back. Cornerstone is an essential service working to meet the needs of homeowners during this difficult time by following all CDC guidelines and taking extra protective steps on site. When you call Cornerstone Pros to service your AC, plumbing, electrical, or generator, rest assured that with Cornerstone, trust is a must. Learn more at cornerstonepros.com. Your service like it ought to be fair, fast, and friendly. Call Cornerstone Pros. Issues of human suffering and societal injustice play incessantly on every outlet around us. Yet it seems like everywhere you turn, there are more unanswered questions and few honest explanations about why so many of our liberties are under attack. How do we regain order and normalcy? Find clear answers to the most important questions our nation faces when you stream Morality in the 21st Century on Salem Now. This on-demand video discussion with Dennis Prager and distinguished theologian Dr. Wayne Grudem gives you a well-defined understanding about the enemies within our institutions and a vibrant roadmap to protect our God-given liberties. In Morality in the 21st Century, Dennis Prager and Wayne Grudem confront the toughest social issues of today by digging deep into religious and political history. 
and provide a clear direction for a visionary future. Visit SalemNow.com to stream Morality in the 21st Century and type in the code TAMPA for a 20% discount. That's SalemNow.com. Weekday mornings at 6, join Pastor Steve Kreloff for Verse by Verse. See the holiness of God. Look at the holiness of God. You look at the holiness of God and the purity of Jesus Christ, the purity of God the Father, God the Spirit, and you will hate your sin. Listen to Verse by Verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff, weekday mornings at 6 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here, 877-943-9673. I want to uh, start by giving a shout-out to Paul Jacobs. I don't know if he's listening this afternoon. He was listening yesterday, and, of course, Paul is, uh, I love Paul. He's a brother in the Lord, and he's also our point person with uh, all of our efforts for Food with the Poor, and I'm going to talk about that in just a moment. Uh, but Paul was uh, actually listening from uh, down uh, down in southeast Florida, uh, where he resides, and uh, he was chuckling because I was having my issues yesterday, and I still have issues all the time with pronunciations, uh, but I was having a hard time to pronunciate. At that time, it was Tropical Storm uh, Esaias, Esaias, okay? Esaias. I'm still having trouble between the I and the E. Esaias. 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 Okay. But anyway, I feel like I've been exonerated because my good friend Paul Jacobs, he came to my rescue. I got an email that uh, he sent me uh, um, a link. And uh, seems like uh, Channel 9 down there was also, I think it's Channel 9 down there. Anyway, there's a Channel 9 news somewhere, and uh, they realized that there was going to be some challenges with this new tropical storm and hurricane. Uh, so I've got a link here. Uh, how do you pronounce tropical storm Isaias? How's that? That's pretty good. Uh, anyway, I feel pretty good. So we will struggle a little bit more through this. And, uh, hey, it's fun to learn, fun to have a, uh, an expansion of your education. And so I feel pretty good because I was feeling pretty like, duh. Anyway, can we get serious for a moment? We're going into the weekend. And there's time to maybe do some extra focusing, even though some of you have a lot to focus on right now. We have an emergency appeal to you. This is truly an emergency appeal. If you go to our website, either at letstalkfaith.com, uh, The Answer Tampa, 
Sarasota.com or TheAnswerSarasota.com, you will see a very, very big red banner. Because we are in an emergency situation with food for some of our um, areas of the Caribbean and in South America, areas where food for the poor has been ministering year after year after year. They don't just pull in an area and pull out. When they go into an area, they're in an area. So, But food for the poor is in a bad way right now. Not anything with the ministry, but they need a lot of resources. There's a lot of feeding that has to go on. I am not kidding you when I tell you that there is now starving kids. Starving. Normally, we talk about malnutrition. I've been in those areas. If you've ever seen a, a, a little youngster with malnutrition, I'll tell you what, it's hard to keep your, your heart in your chest. You, you just, it's just horrible. But we've now gone beyond the fact that they're not getting enough to eat. In some places, they're not getting hardly anything. And starvation is happening. Why? Because COVID-19 is in the Caribbean. COVID-19 is in South America. And newsflash, they do not have the government resources anywhere near to compare it with that here in the U.S. of A. There's nothing. They are truly on their own. And in many of the poorest, poorest areas where there are shanty towns, I'm telling you, I, I, I can remember vividly when I was in Haiti, went to a remote village on the northern end of the island. Of course, when you travel in Haiti, nothing's there. I mean, all the trees are gone. It's so, it's so poor. They've been used for cooking food and everything, the trees. And so you go through this wasteland, and you go by village to village. I remember going to a village, and uh, we got out of the van, and these little kids just just came running. And I've had this situation before in some different places because uh, when they know that uh, the folks are coming from America, especially kids, they're very curious. So here comes these kids, and, and they're all a little bit pot-bellied, and uh, they, they all have golden hair. Now, you might think because they have golden hair, you think, well, this is interesting. They're, they're dyeing their hair. Maybe, maybe this is something to do culturally because we're always culturally sensitive uh, when we go into an area and because it's their home, their culture, not ours. Well, anyway, they come running up and got a couple on one hand, a couple on the other hand, and all they want to do is hold my hand as we walk back to where uh, we're going to have this tour. And uh, they were so happy and so eager, but you could tell they were so malnourished. Well, some of those same kids right now are starving. And I'm going to ask you to stand with Food for the Poor as we are standing with them. They are a very trusted, uh, financially verified, solid ministry. Here's how you can help. We've got communities where this starvation has taken hold. Why? Because some of them had schools. Those schools are shut down because of COVID. A lot of times, those schools are the only place where they get something to eat for the day. They're not getting that meal. And keep in mind that sometimes mothers will, will make things to sell in the market. Dads will go out. It might be a laborer on a farm or a laborer in construction or some of those things. Guess what? All of those are shut down. 
because they don't have any way. The government has no organization on this COVID-19 like we have here, so the only alternative is to shut everything down. Well, when everything is shut down, guess what? Dad's not getting a few a few coins every day for his for his laboring to come home and buy some food, and that's why we are in absolute crisis mode. So, as this pandemic sweeps through the Caribbean and Latin America, uh, I want to invite you right now. Will you stand with us? Would you give a one-time gift of $185? That's right, $185. You're going to feed five different suffering children for the next six months, at least to get us through the next six months. This is the emergency food relief I've been talking about. If you'll pick up that phone, it's so easy. And by the way, you can choose $37 for each child that you'd like to support for six months. How many children would you stand with? I'm asking you stand with uh, five at 185. Go right now to 855-353-4673. That's 855-353-4673. Hey, if uh, you got your cell phone, hey, just dial pound 250. Dial pound 250, hit send, and when you hear the prompt, just say give. Say give. That's all you have to do. Or you can go to letstalkfaith.com. You can give online. Please, this is an emergency appeal. Kids are starving. Would you help us this afternoon? I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Forecasters have declared a hurricane watch for parts of Florida, of the Florida coastline, as Hurricane Isaias drenches the Bahamas and is on track for the U.S. East Coast. Officials in Florida say they're closing beaches, marinas, and parks in Miami-Dade County beginning tonight. The county has 20 evacuation centers on standby that could be set up with COVID-19 safety measures. The U.S. National Hurricane Center says Isaias has maximum sustained winds now of 75 miles per hour. Two U.S. astronauts about to make the first splashdown in 45 years say they have seasick bags ready to use if needed. SpaceX and NASA plan to bring Doug Hurley and Bob Binken back Sunday in a Dragon capsule. They will be aiming for the Gulf of Mexico. This is SRN News. In remote mountain villages, families who've run out of food while sheltering in place hang white rags or towels outside their doors as a desperate plea for help. In Guatemala and other countries served by Food for the Poor, COVID-19's not only taken lives, but it's taken away parents' ability to feed their children. Crops cannot be planted. Marketplaces are shut. And the jobs parents worked for just a few dollars a day to provide sustenance for their children no longer exist. Please help. With your gift of $111 to Food for the Poor, you'll provide three children with emergency food rations for six months. Through your prayers and financial support, Food for the Poor is providing for families unable to provide for themselves because of COVID-19. Call Food for the Poor now, 855-353-HOPE, 855-353-4673, or click the Food for the Poor banner at letstalkfaith.com. For more than 20 years, investigative filmmaker Tim Mahoney has traveled across the globe 
in search of patterns of evidence to support some of the Old Testament's most miraculous events. Now, with the Red Sea Miracle Part 2, Journey to Egypt and Beyond, as Tim interviews some of the world's foremost experts to discover the truth. Is there evidence of how and where the host of Israelites could have traveled as recorded in the Bible? Is there evidence of the Egyptian army's demise in the Red Sea? If you've seen the first part of this investigation of the Red Sea miracle, you don't want to miss the continuation. The results of his pursuits are faith-affirming and fascinating. You must see Patterns of Evidence, the Red Sea Miracle Part 2. To see this powerful documentary and others in the series, go to SalemNow.com and use the promo code TAMPA for 20% off. Janae's Tropicals is your one-stop shop for fruit trees, exotic tropical plants and palms, citrus, and more. Join Janae every Saturday morning at 9.30 as she shares more than 24 years of horticultural experience and hosts other green thumb experts to give you free gardening advice. Janae will teach you to live off the land and love it. Visit Janae online at tropicalfruit.com and join her every Saturday at 9.30 a.m. on Faith Talk 570 WTBN online at letstalkfaith.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also listen using Alexa. Simply tell her to enable Faith Talk Tampa and enjoy streaming at Let's Talk Faith.com. Who am I that the Lord of all the earth would care to know my name, would care to feel my hurt? Who am I that the bright and morning star would choose to light the way for my ever wandering heart? Not because of who I am, but because of what you've done. Not because of what I've done, but because of who you are. I am a flower quickly fading. And we're back. That's Mark Hall with Casting Crowns. And uh, I'm excited because um, I get to go out and do something tonight outside of the house. You might uh, recall that tonight, Casting Crowns is going to be live in concert tonight in Dade City. The full band is uh, is coming down, and it's part of their summer concert series uh, at the drive-ins. So I'm going to be at the Funland Drive-In there in Dade City with Mrs. Bunkley, and uh, we're going to um, get outside our cars and a couple lo- our car with a lawn chair, and uh, we're just going to praise the Lord tonight at the theater. Uh, by the way, um, I don't know whether there's uh, any tickets left or not. The idea was, uh, uh, you know, six people of a family could be in one car, and um, you could go and just Google the event uh, for tickets for the the drive-in series for Casting Crowns. They're open the gates tonight at 7.15, and uh, when it gets dark, the concert will begin. But it's safe. Everybody's going to be right with their car, not a lot of uh, gathering in groups. And so, uh, boy, much as I've been indoors, I am looking forward to being outside. 
Well, not looking forward uh, if we have a horde of mosquitoes, but I have a feeling that maybe they they spray around those drive-in theaters. So, hey, this is the last day. The last day. You might just be able to register right now, and you might just win this book. Now, the book is Once a Shooter. It is written by T.J. Stevens. It is the redemption. That's right. That's what we're all about. That's what Jesus Christ is all about. Did it in our lives, and he did it in T.J. Stevens' life. It's the redemption of a high school gunman. Pretty heavy stuff, right? This is a great read for any of us that uh, either minister to uh, youngsters, uh, teenagers, high schoolers, uh, or we have some of our own. You know, it was God's unconditional love and grace that penetrated and found T.J. Stevens in his heart and uh, ministered to him where no one else could. What a story. What a biography. You go right now to letstalkfaith.com. Final day. Put your name in the hat, and we'll have two autographed copies going out, plus three others, five total. You might just register right now, and you just might win this thing. And so I encourage you to go and to check that out. Well, I want to talk about suicide. Now, I want to talk about suicide because I want to go a little bit deeper. I want to talk about veterans who commit suicide. It is something that is always on my heart. And uh, there is, uh, there is a, a reporting of a story, uh, CBN News, talking about how the gospel and people of the gospel are reaching out and making a difference to those who feel like there's, there's no alternatives left. There's no roads to go down. We all know. It's a serious epidemic. Not certainly on the scale of COVID, but we ought to realize this is a serious, serious epidemic. The number of our service members taking their own lives, the numbers are up for the fifth. That is the fifth year in a row. And... Um, We've had uh, we've got families right here in our area, maybe listening today, and uh, some of our armed forces members they have been through some very horrific experiences, and sometimes those experiences have an absolute over-the-top, profound, uh, deadly effect on their lives. And it's sad because oftentimes with our veterans, these younger veterans, they they may be at the height of their, or in the middle of their military service. When they're home, they're characteristic moms or dads. They're they're great with their kids. And they do their job well. But some of our folks who've had multiple duties They battle with PTSD, depression, there's trauma, there's grief, and uh, one of the things that is so important is to have an environment on base, in their units, that it's okay, it's okay, doesn't come against your womanhood or your manhood as a soldier, to seek and to get some help. And so 
as this statistic begins to increase, we know that about 6,000 veteran suicides have happened each year from 2005 to 2017. And uh, we've got to do more to reach out. We've got to do more to let them know that they are not only loved, but they are loved by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Because he is the answer. He he is the answer to that in every other problem or issue that comes before us. And uh, as we've got a group that is reaching out it's a it's an assistant pro excuse me an assistance program uh, for survivors and taps that's for the families who are having to deal with this tragedy and because they have a lot in common now here's the preventative piece I wanted to share with you this afternoon And I hope that if you have a family of a veteran who either died in defense of this nation, serving this nation, or got to a place where they committed suicide, I hope you are in an ongoing basis just enveloping as a church and loving on that family. Now, on the preventative side, and if you've got someone that you're thinking about right now, and that's why you're listening very close to my report this afternoon, the American Bible Bible Society has a new program. The name of the program is God Understands Campaign. Now, that will kind of ring a bell for our service members because oftentimes when they are planning uh, military maneuvers, they're they're kind of thought as campaigns like a a political campaign. God understands campaigns. And this is, uh, is designed to help all of our service members who are at and, and where that place of life exists where they are battling depression. They're battling depression and other mental health challenges. And again, that's what the American Bible Society, if you want to uh, go and and, uh, review that program. And the program is designed to meet those emotions. And if you feel hopeless, it is to, to... go to the heart of the hopelessness of that emotion in that life because that is very painful. Any anguish sometimes leads to very, very sad consequences. And so the idea about God understands is for the message to come from the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and from the Lord Jesus Christ himself. That they're loved. That there's someone standing with them. Also that there's other people who are going through the same valley as they are. 
and that people are loving, people are wanting to reach out. And, and sometimes in these programs, and in this program, there are those that are working in this program who have walked this valley themselves. I believe that I can't think of any more of a qualified person to come up next to someone who's suffering from depression or uh, any of these uh, diseases that I'm talking about and to know that a fellow military officer, male or female, who has walked through this valley and is now standing with them, but not just in, in the secular sense, but as a disciple of Jesus Christ, of bringing the good news of Jesus Christ. That combination, Jesus, and somebody who's walked through this, I think that's very, very powerful. And so, uh, again, if you'd like to find out more about that, it is the American Bible Society. It is the uh, God Understands. It's part of the resource. Just just uh, go to the website, the American Bible Society, and you could just put in the words, God Understands. And uh, it's got all the steps. Step one is begin your journey. Step two, engage in a format that you like. Important number three, connect with others. It could be the VA chaplain. could be the chaplain in your unit, the VA medical center. Uh, many of these folks through the guidance of the Bible Society, they've put together groups like a Facebook group. And they have ongoing discussions and building up each and every, each and every, each and every one of those in the group. And uh, more importantly, sharing that journey. And uh, who knows, maybe, just maybe, you might want to look into something like this. What a wonderful idea for a new ministry. If you're listening today, and if you've served in the armed forces, either currently or you're retired, we talked about the fact during COVID, maybe there'll be opportunities for a brand new ministry. Now, for many of you, you may not have gotten to the point where you have tried to cope with uh, PTSD or depression, but if you've been in tight spaces or just been a part of that military experience, well, I tell you what, you could really, really put together a program in your church for these veterans and have a chapter in your church. I hope that we get some of these chapters around our listing area. 877-943-9673. More of the Bill Bunkley Show. I'll be right back. Mike, how's the house coming along? Needs a ton of work. 
The pipes are leaking. It needs a new roof. The AC just broke. I just don't have time to do it all myself. You know anyone? Oh, just ask Home Advisor. They match you with the best local pros for any home project. Cool. Yeah, you can read reviews and book appointments online. What's it cost? Actually, Home Advisor is always free to use. Nice. I'll check it out. Go to homeadvisor.com or download the free app. Home Advisor. This summer, turn your yard into the perfect getaway. Whether it's a lawn spruce up, a fresh coat of paint, or a s'mores worthy patio upgrade, Home Advisor has the best landscapers, painters, handymen, and more to get the job done right. With the Home Advisor app, it's never been easier to check prices, schedule, and pay for hundreds of everyday home projects in just seconds. For any project you're dreaming of, you can count on Home Advisor. So get the Home Advisor app, and we'll do everything to fix up your everything. Hi, folks. Captain Matt here. I want to tell you about Balance of Nature and what it's done for me. I've taken Balance of Nature before and just started it up again about a month ago. I'd previously had good luck with the product, but this time something different has happened. When I went to my doctor recently, my blood pressure was the lowest it's been in six months, and I've lost 16 pounds. The doctor asked me, have you done anything different? I said, yes, I've been taking Balance of Nature, and it's really making me feel a lot better. I've got more pep in my step. Don't find myself snacking on candy bars and chips anymore either. Maybe you, too, can get the same results, but you won't know until you try Balance of Nature. So to order online, go to balanceofnature.com and mention the product code RESULT and save 35% on your order. Or give them a call, 800-246-8751, and talk to a health coach who can answer all your questions. Again, that number is 800-246-8751, and mention the product code RESULT to save 35% on your order. That's balanceofnature.com. In the 2016 race for president, Donald Trump was not the first choice for many Christian voters. His personal history made it unimaginable that he would defend Christian values as president, or so we thought. In his new book, For God and Country, The Christian Case for Trump, Dr. Ralph Reed shows that President Trump has kept his promises and has been the most effective presidential defender of religious liberty and the pro-life cause since Ronald Reagan and perhaps all of U.S. history. In For God and Country, Reed pushes back against left-wing evangelicals trying to shame Christians into turning against Trump revealing how liberals hope to reverse President Trump's pro-religious freedom policies, why President Trump is the most pro-Israel president in history, and why that should matter to all Christians in America. With first-hand personal and professional anecdotes from Dr. Reed's decades of work with President Trump, Forgotten Country is required reading in this election year, and for every conservative Christian. Forgotten Country, The Christian Case for Trump, the new book by Dr. Ralph Reed, published by Regnery, available at Amazon and wherever books are sold. Weekdays at 1 p.m. Don't miss Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. No, it's right there in the world. Look, listen, and I say to you that you are now Peter. You are Peter the Rock. And then the verse 19, I will give you the keys. Now, here's keep on authority. The keys mean authority. Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Weekdays at 1 on Faith Talk 570, 910, and online at letstalkfaith.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. The fighting spirit of the Marine Corps is born of battles won. Battles won within. Over enemies of fear, enemies of doubt. It's who we are. It's what we do. It's a promise made to you for more than two centuries. A promise of the Marines. You're my courage when I worry and 
All right, trusting the Lord, that is the key. And when you find, uh, probably today we call that the sweet spot. When you find that sweet spot of your relationship with the Lord, and that is when you find that moment where you get it. You get it. You you, You stop running around in that hamster cage. You know, it's got that little round runner thing. And those hamsters or or the mice, they run and run and run and run and run and run. They get nowhere. Well, that would describe some of the folks listening this afternoon. You kick back, ask the Lord to just take the reins, take over, and it's just sweet when that trust settles in. No matter what the circumstances, you just say, Lord, I know you got this. Put on my seatbelt. Going to be a rough ride. Got turbulence, but... Somewhere on the other side, it will level off. Reminding you again, um, please um, stay away if you can from anywhere around Tampa International Airport. We know that we have several helos working in the area right now uh, as the president's going to be arriving at Tampa International. Secret Service, uh, in conjunction with local law enforcement, is going to be shutting down uh, they have started shutting down at 2.30 this afternoon, so keep in mind, uh, President's here till 6.30 or 8, going to have a dinner with some fundraising uh, individuals attending. Uh, so just keep in mind that there's going to be some um, portions there that uh, uh, are going to cause a little bit of a delay if you're going to be in that area. Well, coming up in the next hour, we're joined by our answer stations we now found out today who was behind the hack in Twitter. And guess what? We have a Tampa teenager Twitter hacker. That's right. A Tampa teenager Twitter hacker. We'll bring that story to you uh, in a moment. Uh, unbelievable. Right here in our area. We're also going to be hearing a little bit of the exchanges. Dr. Fauci was up on Capitol Hill and uh, having a little bit of, a, of an issue trying to talk about the difference between, well, let's just say ter- churches and protests in terms of gathering together and all of those things. We'll have some, some cuts from that as well. Um, Let me also give you a programming note. Uh, Then coming up uh, in the third hour, it's Friday. That means we have our two regular segments with Focus on the Family as well as Movie Guide. Today we're going to be talking with the senior legal analyst for Focus on the Family, Bruce Houseconnect. And we're going to talk about that curious vote by Chief Justice Roberts on that injunction out of Nevada. There was a church that said, hey, stop, eh, no fair. The governor said that if you have a church in Nevada, regardless of the size of the building, it could be the size of the Superdome. If it's a church, you can only put 50 people in there for a worship service. Ah, but if you're in Las Vegas, if you're in Sin City, if you're in the state that prostitution is okay, the the brothel houses out in the desert is okay, and oh, how about all the gambling? Well, you know, if Caesar's Palace has a, a fire marshal rating of 2,000 people, it's okay for them to bring in not 50 people, but 50%. It's 1,000 folks. 
So where in the Constitution does it protect a thousand gamblers over a thousand churchgoers? How can you have two separate standards? You can't. But Judge Roberts, well, he sided with the liberals. Now, this was an emergency injunction, so we're going to drill down as to there's a couple of other aspects to this. And I'll also be talking to Bruce Houseconnect about the absolute chaos that will ensue if it's decided that the 2018 general election, including the presidential election, if it becomes all mail-in ballots, it's a catastrophe in the waiting. It's a chaos. I'll talk to Bruce about that. Plus, it's the subject of my next round of my something to think about commentary. Then we'll head on out and we'll talk with Evie Bear with Movie Guide. And uh, Muffets have a new offering on Disney Plus she wants to uh, look at. You got Captain Underpants, another one for the kids. Both of these are pretty good with a couple of things you need to be aware of. And then we'll talk about the giant, the member of the San Francisco Giants, that relief pitcher, the only person on his team that would not take a knee during the opening day ceremony. Why? Because he said, I'm a Christian. And because of my Christian belief, the only person I will take a knee for is my God and, as an extension, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. What a testimony. We'll talk about that with Movie Guide as well. So I'm going to take a time out. And again, um, this is Bill Bunkley with The Bill Bunkley Show. Look forward to seeing you right here in just a moment. Don't go away. I'll be right back. David brought a rock to a sword fight. You picked 12 outsiders nobody would have chosen. And you changed the world. Well, the moral of the story is everybody's got a purpose. So when I hear that devil start talking to me, saying, who do you think you are? I say, I'm just a nobody. Trying to tell you. Ever wonder if there's more to be had in your marriage? Our friends at Family Life Today are offering a completely free kit of resources to take your marriage from good to great. This kit includes two video mini courses perfect for a date night with purpose, four audio teaching sessions from renowned marriage experts like Paul David Tripp and Vadi Bakum, our good to great marriage bonus printable ebook full of conversation starters, time-tested tips, and more. What's not to love? Head to letstalkfaith.com keyword marriage for your free download. Weekdays at 9 a.m., be encouraged by The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. Live your life on purpose. God created you for a purpose. So decide today to start living on purpose. But know this, you can expect challenges along the way. You've got to learn to shake off the dust and go on with God. The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. Weekday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk, AM 570, 910, and Let's Talk Faith.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Testifying before the House Select Subcommittee on the Coronavirus Crisis, CDC Director Dr. Robert Redfield says all is not lost without a vaccine. I want to strongly emphasize that we are not defenseless now. We have powerful tools, and if all of us, not just some of us, 
but all of us embrace these tools, we will get a handle on this pandemic. Also testifying, Dr. Anthony Fauci says he's optimistic a vaccine will be widely available to Americans next year. I don't think that they will have everybody getting it immediately in the beginning. It probably will be phased in, and that's the reason why we have the committees to do the prioritization of who should get it first. But ultimately, within a reasonable period of time, the plans now allow for any American who needs a vaccine to get it within the year 2020. Dr. Anthony Fauci. Also at SRNews.com, Iran's Supreme Leader Ayatollah Ali Khamenei says his country will not negotiate with the U.S., because America would only use talks for propaganda purposes. In a televised speech marking the Eid holiday, Hamani says President Donald Trump would benefit from talks, saying Trump wants to use negotiations with us for propaganda, like negotiations with North Korea. Iran's supreme leader is referring to talks between Trump and North Korean leader Kim Jong-un. Hamani says the U.S. wants Iran to give up its nuclear program, defense facilities and regional authority at the negotiating table. I'm Charles de Ledesma. Two U.S. astronauts are about to make the first splashdown in 45 years. SpaceX and NASA plans to bring Doug Hurley and Bob Binken back Sunday in the Dragon capsule. They'll be aiming for the Gulf of Mexico. The Dow is down or the Dow is ahead now 63 points. This is SRN News. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino, and believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For a free quote, call 800-523-3771. That's 800-523-3771. 800-523-3771. Or go to SelectQuote.com. Since 1985, we shop you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available. Five Christian aid workers are murdered in Nigeria. Muslim terrorists who have pledged themselves to ISIS carried out the atrocity, releasing a grisly video of their work and a warning that a similar fate will come to, quote, all those seeking to convert Muslims to Christianity. Several terrorist organizations are at work in Nigeria, and thousands of Christians have been killed in the northern part of the country over the past decade. Some are calling for intervention by the international community to stop the bloodletting. Michael Harrington, SRN News. U.S. supporters of Israel have delivered a grant of $4 million to help the Israel Museum in Jerusalem to reopen. That institution has been closed since the beginning of the coronavirus outbreak back in the spring. Museum Director Ito Bruno says... I want to thank the American friends of the Israel Museum. The donation will allow the museum to reopen and all of its employees to be paid the full amount of their regular paychecks. This is SRN News. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are Free Radio. 
We Are Broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. ACS Home Services is the Bay Area's most trusted heating and AC company. Integrity is their core belief. And you'll know for yourself within moments of meeting your technician. Right now, call 813-534-4117 and take advantage of a total system rejuvenation, including sanitizing ductwork, all for only $79. If you're not 100% satisfied, you don't pay. Learn more at acshomeservices.com or book today at 813-534-4117. 813-534-4117. Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Bill Bunkley Show here on the Salem Media Group platform. Honored to be with you today. I am watching right now as uh, the President of the United States, Donald Trump, Air Force One has landed at Tampa International Airport. It is pulling up in front of the small crowd that's there to greet the President. Uh, It is on the ground, and uh, soon the President will be exiting the aircraft. Want to welcome all of you in with AM 860 the answer, AM 930 the answer. A uh, very important afternoon whenever the President of the United States, regardless of party, uh, is uh, in our midst. Now, today is a little bit different kind of a presidential visit. And what I mean by that is, is that uh, there's not a, any kind of a public event for the President. The President will be uh, disembarking Air Force One. I expect for him to be greeted by uh, some dignitaries on the tarmac. Then he will uh, get into the the presidential monster, as they call it, which is uh, uh, the vehicle that uh, will keep him safe. He is going to go to a private event in the Bel Air area of St. Petersburg. Now, we're not telling you where that's at or how that's coming down. I think he's also going to be meeting for a roundtable with some sheriffs. Uh, while he's here, but uh, the president is going to a private fundraiser uh, that is reported to be um, about a $100,000 a plate a person while he is here. There will be no opportunities to officially see the president. As we have been sharing during the first hour, we've cautioned everyone uh, that can to avoid all of the roads uh, around the Tampa International Airport especially um, those that are uh, heading, uh, probably will be using I-275 as the president goes to uh, Bel Air. Also could be using uh, the Courtney Campbell Causeway, but uh, we cautioned all uh, of you to avoid the area. Now, the president uh, originally was going to be coming here to Tampa, and then uh, when he departed Tampa, he was going to hop across the state and head to uh, Doral, the Doral Country Club, which he owns. There was to be another fundraiser there, but because of the hurricane that has formed and now heading toward at least uh, uh, an encounter right off the the coast of Florida in the Miami, uh, Hollywood area, uh, Homestead area, uh, at Bo- that they have uh, decided that uh, when he content- when he uh, completes. Uh, his visit here in Tampa, he will be returning to uh, Washington, D.C. 
Now, uh, right now, uh, a host, as usual, of Secret Service agents uh, uh, came off the, the rear door of Air Force One, positioning themselves on the tarmac. And right now, the stairs for the president have been pulled up to, um, or being pulled up to Air Force One. Uh, the master sergeant uh, who is on board Air Force One, of course, uh, this operation is uh, an operation uh, of the United States Air Force. Uh, he is helping to guide those steps uh, to uh, the site of Air Force One. And once they're secure, there will be a time when the president will be coming down those steps. This particular 747 is, uh, well, she's had a lot of service in flying presidents around. And, in fact, it won't be long before uh, this and uh, the identical Air Force One. There are two separate 747s that are designated as the official presidential plane. There's also smaller aircraft that are designated uh, when the president is flying into smaller airports around the country that uh, do not utilize uh, or do not have the type of um, uh, runway for the larger aircraft. Uh, we do know that uh, it looks like the president will be motorcading to the event and not utilizing uh, the uh, the Marine Corps in use of uh, Marine One, which is the designation if he is using uh, the presidential helicopter uh, staff. Now, uh, the other uh, thing is that uh, remember that Air Force One is only designated Air Force One when the president is on it. Uh, if it's flying another mission, for instance, uh, just a few days ago when one of the two Air Force One aircrafts flew over the White House for the July 4th event, it was not designated as uh, Air Force One. Now, uh, the red carpet steps have been rolled out for the president. Uh, right now we see uh, probably 10 or 12 uh, sheriffs from various counties. They are lined up to greet the president uh, when he gets off the aircraft. Also, the line of dignitaries uh, has also been now moved from the crowd up to next to the steps, uh, and they will be greeting the president uh, when he gets off the plane as well. And uh, I suspect that uh, it will be just a few moments before uh, the president uh, will be uh, exiting the aircraft. Um, Florida is going to be a very important state, a very important battleground state. But one of the things that we uh, are becoming increasingly concerned about is the call for mail-in ballots around the country. Uh, there's a lot behind the scenes that uh, may not be apparent to many of you listening today. But this has been a crisis that has been identified and brewing for several weeks now. You might have recalled that a month ago or three or four weeks ago, Hillary Clinton, among others, the former um, Secretary of State, Hillary Clinton uh, started saying that, uh, well, the country needs to pay real close attention to Donald Trump because he may not be willing to leave the White House. Then they've had all sorts of stories, including up until the last few days, about how the, uh, how the president could, uh, uh, you know, be ordered to leave the White House and how he could be forced to leave the White House. Um, and then yesterday, you know, the president uh, caught the attention when he talked about the fact of uh, should the election be postponed if we're looking at everybody doing mail-in ballots. And, uh, of course, that set off a little firestorm. But that's because 
We know from California and New York, particularly New York, they just had two primaries where all the voting was mailed in. What a disaster. What a disaster. And you know since those dates, uh, a couple weeks ago, whatever, New York is still counting the ballots. The decision hasn't been made. The deal is, is if we do mail-in ballots, all of the all of the supervisor of elections offices around the country will have to hire thousands of new temporary employees. Because when you do a mail-in ballot, the first thing that has to happen is your signature has to be verified. I can tell you right now that people who work in elections office, they are not handwriting experts. In New York, absolutely gigantic amount of votes have been tossed out already because the people sitting there saying, ah, that looks like fraud, doesn't look like them, okay, toss it. Now, I want to tell you, if every ballot has to be hand-validated, not only are you not going to know who the president is on the night of November the 3rd, it it will probably be two, three, four months until all those ballots are validated. Then you have, remember, the Chads in 2000? I remember them well because not only we covered it, but I was with the first team in, in Tampa, in Hillsborough County, that we were set to go in and do the first round of the Chads. I was on the Republican side, then colleagues were on the uh, Democrat side. And just before CNN was covering it, it was going to be big. It was going to be the Florida recount of Hillsborough County. That's when the Supreme Court stepped in and shut it down. But I remember well the controversy. And I'm going to just tell you right now that if it's mandatory mail-in balloting, what you saw in 2000 is a cakewalk. The Chad deal with Gore versus Bush, a cakewalk. The challenges to the presidential contest, if it's all mail-in, it's going to be absolutely incredible. Now, let me give you a little bit of uh, constitutional um, uh, a reminder here, and you'll hear this later with my interview with Bruce uh, uh, Huskinek with folks in the family on a Supreme Court decision that was just absolutely ridiculous. But if the new president hasn't been decided upon on the date called for by Constitution and law for the inauguration, Guess who will serve as president in the interim? The Speaker of the House of Representatives. And if, and by the way, that would be Speaker Nancy Pelosi. And if you're thinking about the fact of, well, well, maybe the Republicans will take over the House, it won't matter. Well, that may well happen. But remember, the presidential race isn't the only race that's going to be required of hand-counting, hand-verifying ballots, it's all the races. All the races will be uh, delayed. And because the supervisor election does not have the employees to step up. And even right now, the, uh, the, the, poll, the, the supervisor of elections around the country, they're having problems right now because normally they have a pretty comprehensive core of people. Uh, that will come in and volunteer, a lot of senior citizens. And guess what? That's not happening. Senior citizens are not stepping up because of COVID-19, and they've got staffing problems there. 
What makes you think that everybody's just going to hop in and want to go into the supervisor of elections office uh, starting in November and be in close quarters in an air-conditioned space counting ballots? Don't think so. So one of the things, and, and boy, I tell you what, we had Florida chads, and uh, I am reminiscing. I have thought about that the last couple of days, and th- this could be a very, very serious situation here in the battleground states and all across America. Well, if you're joining me this afternoon, uh, we are standing by to let you know when the president uh, uh, is able to step off of Air Force One. Uh, it's pretty hot out there on the tarmac, and I'm seeing a, a, a view of Air Force One, and, of course, it's uh, right there. Uh, it's not near the terminal uh, where the commercial aviation uh, flies out of. It's right over next to the area where the private aircraft uh, operate. There is the president. The president is uh, dressed in a classic dark blue suit with a red tie. He has stepped uh, out of the airplane, uh, has given his uh, trademark fist pump for a couple of three times. He's uh, halfway down the steps doing it again. And uh, in just a moment, uh, he will be uh, on the ground there at Tampa International Airport on the tarmac. And as he steps off, uh, uh, a few dignitaries that have gathered there to uh, greet the president and uh, some of the other members that are traveling with him uh, are coming down the stairway as well. First up is uh, one of the Secret Service agents, which is uh, the lead agent that uh, is assigned to the president. And then we have, uh, uh, looks like uh, the governor of the great state of Florida, Rick Scott, has a mask on. He is now uh come down the steps and standing next to the president. And uh, it looks like the entire entourage, uh, there are masks there. There is Kaylee, who is the press secretary. Uh, She has uh, made the trip down. And uh, many people are filing off. I'm trying to get a quick look because they are are going to uh, other areas. And so um, the president now is um, walking around uh, the... um, Air Force, uh, uh, walking around the limousine, and he is going to shake hands with uh, various sheriffs who have lined up. Hey, we've got more on the president's visit coming up in just a moment. I'm Bill Bunkley with the Bill Bunkley Show. Uh, A very honorable time right here in Tampa, Florida. A president visits again. I'll be right back. While the factories were slowing production and dealerships were running out of inventory, Moss Nissan and Moss Acura went on a buying spree. Now with over 1,000 new and pre-owned vehicles to choose from, Moss has one of the largest selections in the state. Before you buy elsewhere, see Moss. They'll have the vehicle you want that the other guys might not. Their goal is never to lose your business over price, with many favorable finance programs including 0% loans with approved credit. And Moss Nissan Crystal River just received Nissan's prestigious Award of Excellence. Great job, guys. Searching for a new improved service experience? Moss service departments handle all makes and models. Moss Nissan and Acura's You Serve, You Save program, applying to vets, first responders, and active military, now includes pastors and church workers. The choice is simple. The choice is clear. The choice is here. Moss Nissan and Acura, Newport Ritchie, Crystal River, and now Florida Avenue in Tampa at mossacura.com and mossnissan.com. 
What if you could take your marriage from good to great? Enter Family Life Today's Take Your Marriage from Good to Great contest, and you could win dinner for two with Dave and Ann Wilson, as well as attend a live taping with the Family Life Today team, including transportation and lodging. Enter once each day now through August 14th by visiting letstalkfaith.com and enter keyword marriage. No purchase necessary. Contest ends August 14th. Restrictions apply. Official rules at familylifetoday.com slash goodcontest. This time next week, I'll be sick in bed with West Nile virus. Thanks to a mosquito bite right in front of my house. In eight minutes, my daughter will be in an ambulance, having an asthma attack triggered by cockroaches. I'm going to be bitten by a tick today. I won't even know it until Lyme disease turns my life upside down. Learn how to protect your family at pestworld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association and the CDC. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here, and uh, I wasn't sure, so I didn't announce it, but the president of the United States is making some comments on the tarmac. Let's take you to Tampa International Airport live. Bring the hurricane approaching the Florida coast. In fact, i got to get out of here. It's right behind me. I'm leaving. <laughs> it's not far off, I will tell you. You know, it's not too for good luck. Have a, have a great evening. <laughs> have a great evening, fellas. But we'll do whatever's necessary to help Florida and the storm. I guess it's going to be a pretty rough storm. But I, I know one thing. After having done this for three and a half years, you've seen worse. You've seen some beauties. And as soon as those storms came in, I signed those emergency declarations before Rick would even ask for it or before Ron would even ask for it. And they asked very quickly, both of them, I can tell you. (laughs) I've uh, got complete confidence in your governor. He's doing a fantastic job. And I have, as you know, oh, that's good. I'm going to tell him. And I have complete confidence in the strength and resilience of this incredible state and the incredible people, my friends, in this state. Thank you. In recent months, our nation has witnessed an appalling assault on America's law enforcement and law enforcement officers, incredible people, and it's been very unfair, and they're not given the backup that they have to get from elected officials. In many cases, I don't call it leadership. I don't think it's leadership. They just happen to be elected, but they're not leaders. Radical left agitators and anarchists in Portland have burned city streets and attacked law enforcement with bricks and cinder blocks and fireworks and explosives. And they say water, water, that's just water, or really frozen water in frozen bottles that they throw. And food, you know, they bring food, canned soup. And they say, you know, they're pros, they're pros. A lot of them are professionals, and they're professional anarchists. Canned soup, you say, oh, that's nice. Isn't that nice? I wonder what kind of soup it is, but it's meant to throw. And when they get caught, they say, no, no, this is just soup for my family. Isn't that nice? But they use it to throw. You guys understand that. I don't think you see it down here too much, but they see it in Portland. If you saw it down here, they wouldn't be throwing it long. They wouldn't be throwing soup at these guys. In Jacksonville, Florida, a mannequin dressed in a police uniform was hung in effigy recently from a highway overpass. You saw that. Not going to happen. Meanwhile, Democrat politicians across the nation have embraced a dangerous campaign to defund, defame, and even abolish 
our police. We're not abolishing our police, I can tell you that. Just days ago, crazy Nancy Pelosi referred to federal law enforcement officers as stormtroopers. That's like stormtroopers. You know what the stormtroopers are, right? Who, quote, must be stopped. They must be stopped. Your police, she's saying, must be stopped. The people that are anarchists and the people that are terrorists and all of these, but they don't have to be stopped, but she wants our police officers to be stopped. That's not happening. Even worse, Joe Biden has viciously slandered our police, if he actually knew what he was talking about, which I don't think. <laughs> don't take it personally, because he has no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> Just says, reads whatever they put. They put it there and reads it. Sometimes he reads it and sometimes he doesn't. <laughs> Pretty soon he won't be able to do that either. And said that when the well-armed officers do their job, enforce the law, they become the enemy. Oh, I see. I see. They become the enemy when they enforce the law. That's nice. When asked recently if he supports cutting police You are listening budgets, to live coverage of President Donald Trump yes, on yes, the tarmac absolutely. at Tampa International Airport. Exactly Behind him, in solidarity, about 20 to 30 of the sheriffs from the state of Florida. We'll take you back right now. Socialist Bernie Sanders, crazy Bernie, you know Bernie? Everybody here, Bernie? He's the only guy I've ever seen that loses, and he goes, like, there's nothing happened. I never saw a better loser than Bernie. They took the election away from him twice. If Pocahontas wouldn't have run, you know that. He would have won Super Tuesday. She stayed in Super Tuesday, left right after Super Tuesday. If she stayed and if she le would have left the race just a few days before, the day before, Bernie would have gotten the thing. And then he gets out and he's friends with everybody like nothing happened. I don't know. I don't know if he's got another run in him. Does he have another run? I don't think so. Not looking. He's not looking too good, but he's a great loser. And I have to say, you know, Bernie's people... We got, I think, 15% of our vote, of the vote, was Bernie people voting for us. You know why? Because they love Trump on trade. Because I stop in trade. Look at what we did with China. We took in tens of billions of dollars. And before the plague came in, we were doing so great. We were doing better than any country has ever done. We were beating China at every level. They were, they were in a year, 67 years ago. It's the worst they've ever done. 67 years, they were having the worst year. And we were having the best year we ever had, our economy, our jobs, whether it's African-American employment, Asian-American employment, women, Hispanic employment was the best ever in history, Hispanic employment. Who's Hispanic? Any Hispanics in the crowd? Yes. Raise your hand. Yep. And you've done great. And your home ownership and every, every aspect, every aspect. Uh, you know, you look at... People without a diploma in high school, people with a diploma in high school, people went to college, finished college, didn't finish, they have more groups than you've ever heard. Every single group was doing the best they've ever done. The stock market was the highest it ever was, although I must tell you it's getting very close right now. NASDAQ actually is higher. It's actually higher. And we had the best job numbers just recently, but we had the best of everything. The good news, we rebuilt our military, 2.5 trillion. 2.5 trillion dollars, think of that. We totally rebuilt our military. When I took it over, it was depleted. It was, we had jets, fight, fighter jets that were 52 years old. I wouldn't want to be in a fighter jet. I don't care who the enemy is, it's 52 years old. It's gotta be better, right? But we have now all brand new fighter jets, lots of F-35s, a super jet. We have uh, new missiles and new rockets and new everything, new tanks. 
We have a brand new military. Most of the equipment's delivered. A lot of it's actually coming, but it's coming very soon. All built in the USA, made in the USA. It's very important. So we have uh, people like Bernie want to reimagine public safety. They want to reimagine it. That's what they talk about. We're going to reimagine. We'll reimagine them. I don't know. I don't know much about what they do. I can tell you one thing. I support them. And the reason I support them is there's nobody better in the world. They don't have to reimagine. They know exactly what they're doing. Every day they get up and they go to work. They know what they're doing. And, you know, nationwide, our crime, this is hard with Chicago and all these places run by the radical left, which is what they're run by. But our numbers nationwide, you know, are the best they've ever been. We have very good crime numbers nationwide. That's pretty amazing when you add a couple of places like Portland and Seattle and Chicago. But that's the way it is. But you have people, radicals like representatives Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. That's a beauty. That's a real beauty. AOC, I call it AOC plus three. Ilhan Omar, who doesn't love our country, doesn't love our country. <laughs> You're going to get me in trouble. <laughs> I won't say what you said. Last time that happened, they said they made the exact same. Don't worry. They made the exact same statement as you, and they criticized me for not getting angry at the people in the audience. Do you remember that? So we won't say it, but they, they know what I mean. And Rashida Talib, that's another one. That's great. All right, uh, going to take a quick break. And the president speaking the live on the tarmac at Tampa International Airport. If he's still speaking after the break, we'll go right back to TIA. I'm Bill Bunkley. We'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. A federal appeals court has overturned the death sentence of Zokar Zernayev in the 2013 Boston Marathon bombing. The three-judge panel of the U.S. First Circuit Court of Appeals in Boston issued that decision. Zernayev's lawyers had argued that intense media coverage had made it impossible to have a fair trial in Boston. The April 15, 2013 attack killed three people and injured more than 260 Zernayev was convicted on 30 charges, including conspiracy and the use of a weapon of mass destruction. President Trump taking a Friday swing through Florida. His visit comes as the state is preparing for Hurricane Issa Isis, the president holding a campaign event with Florida sheriffs in Tampa. On Wall Street, the Dow picked up 114 points today. The Nasdaq gained 157. This is SRN News. In remote mountain villages, families who've run out of food while sheltering in place hang white rags or towels outside their doors as a desperate plea for help. In Guatemala and other countries served by Food for the Poor, COVID-19's not only taken lives, but it's taken away parents' ability to feed their children. Crops cannot be planted. Marketplaces are shut. And the jobs parents worked for just a few dollars a day to provide sustenance for their children no longer exist. Please help. With your gift of $111 to Food for the Poor, you'll provide three children with emergency food rations for six months. Through your prayers and financial support, Food for the Poor is providing for families unable to provide for themselves because of COVID-19. Call Food for the Poor now, 855-353-HOPE. 
855-353-4673 or click the Food for the Poor banner at letstalkfaith.com. For more than 20 years, investigative filmmaker Tim Mahoney has traveled across the globe in search of patterns of evidence to support some of the Old Testament's most miraculous events. Now, with the Red Sea Miracle Part 2, Journey to Egypt and Beyond, as Tim interviews some of the world's foremost experts to discover the truth. Is there evidence of how and where the host of Israelites could have traveled as recorded in the Bible? Is there evidence of the Egyptian army's demise in the Red Sea? If you've seen the first part of this investigation of the Red Sea miracle, you don't want to miss the continuation. The results of his pursuits are faith-affirming and fascinating. You must see Patterns of Evidence, The Red Sea Miracle Part 2. To see this powerful documentary and others in the series, go to SalemNow.com and use the promo code TAMPA for 20% off. Saturday mornings at 8, Ask an Attorney with Joe Pippen. And if I have to go into foreclosure, what are the implications of since that house is not in my trust, can they attach a lien against the trust? All right, well, the general answer is if you own it and you control it and it's all for your benefit, it's reasonable by a creditor unless it's exempt. Ask an attorney Saturday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But if you live in the Lakeland, Winter Haven, Auburndale area, check us out on FM 102.1, streaming at Let's Talk Faith.com. All right, we want to go right back to Tampa International Airport. Uh, The President of the United States, Donald Trump, has arrived. He's been speaking to a small crowd on the tarmac, and uh, behind him are 20 or 30 different sheriffs from around Florida standing in unity. Uh, As you know, law and order is going to be a big campaign issue, and standing with police is there as well. Let's go back to Donald Trump as he's speaking to a small group on the tarmac before going to a dinner, a fundraising dinner in Bel Air. I think I've become an expert, but they understand and they want great people coming into the country. And they don't want people taking their jobs and they don't want people taking their houses and taking their prosperity. But we've had a tremendous relationship. In fact, I was given, by the way, the Cubans. Do we have any Cubans here? I was given last time the Bay of Pigs Award. Bay of Pigs Award. They gave me the Bay of Pigs Award, so that was a big thing. We do great with Venezuelans. We're taking care of Venezuela, and we're taking care of Cuba. Joe Biden and the radical left's outrageous campaign against law enforcement is the major reason violent crime is surging in Democrat-run cities all across the nation. Where you have a Democrat-run city, you have a city with problems. If Joe Biden is elected president, the chaos and bloodshed will spread to every community in our land. You'll have a Portland everywhere. Look at Portland. It's like from, from uh, 100 years ago. 
But I will tell you, Homeland Security has been incredible. A number of days ago, we sent them to protect the courthouse, if you can believe this. We actually sent them in, and they've done a great job. They protected it. These uh, rallies or these riots, the terrorists, anarchists, they've been going on now for 64 days. So seven days ago, we sent them in. They protected the courthouse. And now we gave them a very short period of time, like days. They actually started yesterday to clean up their city and get rid of this, let's say, these people. Because I almost used a bad term. And I would have been in trouble with all of those people up there, right? That's the news. See, the, there they are. A couple of good ones, mostly bad ones. But we would have been in big trouble. But we clean it up, and they uh, emptied out the park last night. You know, they're supposed to invite us in, but we invited ourselves. But if they don't clean it up, we'll be sending in, uh, we'll be sending in people, and we'll take care of it in about uh, two hours. It'll take, it'll go very quickly. But they know that. They know that. But I want to thank Homeland Security because they protected the courthouse. By the time they got there, the graffiti was all over the place, but they were looking to blow it up and tear it down. In Joe Biden's America, you and your family will never be safe. Rioters and criminals will be totally protected. Law-abiding citizens will be totally disarmed. And American families will be at the mercy of the violent left-wing mob that you've been watching on television. There will be no safety, no security, no peace, no justice, no one to protect you, and no one to defend the American way of life. People like standing behind me will not be considered primetime. With me, they are considered primetime. They're the best we have. They're the best we have. I mean it. I mean it. Under my administration, we take a different approach as president. I will always stand with the incredible men and women of law enforcement. And by the way, that means your unbelievable first responders, your unbelievable firemen and women, your unbelievable groups of people that work the ambulances and the doctors and the nurses that are so brave. And we're with all of them. Upon taking office, I ended the last administration's eight-year crusade to cripple our sheriffs, our police officers, and law enforcement heroes all over our country. I made available $760 million worth of surplus military equipment to protect police in the line of duty. Did all of you get some of that? Pretty much, right? Because they weren't doing it. They didn't want to do it because they said it made the police look too strong. I said, what's that all about? <laughs> and a lot of it is defensive equipment, right? It's the trucks and the heavy armor and things to defend yourself. And it was sitting in warehouses all over the United States drawing dust, just getting older and older. Some of it was brand new, but it would just get older and older. And one of the first things I did was distribute it throughout the land, throughout the United States, distribute it and get it to our police departments. And uh, You are listening to President Donald Trump. He is on the tarmac at Tampa International Airport. He landed moments ago. He's speaking to a very small crowd. He will be departing shortly in a motorcade to Bel Air for a fundraiser, a $100,000 a person fundraiser. Let's take you back to his comments right now live at Tampa International Airport. I won't even give you the number. It's a disgrace. Far too many people killed, including young children, who were supposedly by accident, probably were by accident, stray bullets. And they'll either get their act straightened out, cleaned up, or we're going to clean it up for them, and they know that. 
I pledge to every law enforcement officer here and anywhere in this land that if I'm reelected, I will fight for our police every single day. I do anyway. I fight like hell for our police. And sometimes I'll see it. I'll see it on the other side. I'll see it with the Democrats. They always want to cut back from the police. And, you know, you're talking about peanuts. You're talking about small amounts of money relative to the kind of horror that can happen with death and with destruction and all of the things you look at. These people are great, and they do a phenomenal job. They're brave, they're strong, and frankly, I know they're well-paid. They're not well-paid enough as far as I'm concerned. And I'll work with the Republican Congress, where we have great support and great support for law enforcement, to confront the far-left local prosecutors in Democratic-run cities who are refusing to prosecute crimes, even murder. And when they do, they let people out almost instantly. It's incredible. Not even — you wouldn't even believe it could be happening. They have murderers in Philadelphia. Take a look at your prosecutor, your chief prosecutor in Philadelphia, and what's happening in that city, where people that kill, people that murder, get out automatically and quickly, or don't even go to jail at all. Killers will drive out the fanatical anti-police ideology of the radical socialist, Marxist, anarchists, and ag agitators. And I'll fight to ensure that criminals who murder our police officers immediately and quickly, with a fair trial, but quickly, receive the death penalty. <laughs> Together, we will keep American families safe, we'll make every American community secure, and we will make America great again. You've heard that before. That's what's happened. And we were there until the virus came upon us, and we'll soon be there again. We'll soon be there again. And China, we have not forgotten. We have not forgotten. I'd like now to ask Brevard County Sheriff Wayne Ivey to say a few words, followed by Pasco County Sheriff Chris Snarko, who's a two fantastic people. Maybe you'll say a couple of words, please, Sheriff. Sir. Thank you, sir. Mr. President, thank you for standing with us today. I'm Brevard County Sheriff Wayne Ivey, and today I'm extremely proud to stand with fellow sheriffs from across the state of Florida as we proudly give our support to President Donald J. Trump. Let there be no mistake, President Trump understands that government's one and only responsibility is to protect its citizens. That's why myself and thousands of law enforcement officers across our great nation support President Trump as he understands that America's sheriffs and law enforcement officers are the first and last line of defense for our citizens and our constitutional rights. I've been a law enforcement officer for over 40 years, and I've never seen a time with challenges like our country faces today. A time when all of a sudden there are those who suggest defunding the police, going soft on crime, and even worse, that it's okay to commit acts of violence and looting simply because they oppose law and order. Now, like never before, America needs a president who stands strong with our law enforcement officers and who will be unwavering in protecting what I call our three C's, our citizens, our cops, and our Constitution. Donald Trump is that president, and each of us on this stage knows just how important it is to have his continued support from the White House in making sure that America's law enforcement officers have the resources, tools, and backing that it takes to get the job done. Amen. Folks, we need a president who will continue to be unwavering in standing strong for law and order, 
and not a president that has never stood strong for anything. We need a president that will continue to say if you break the law, you go to jail, and not a president that wants to give criminals hugs or blame law enforcement officers for doing their jobs of putting bad people in jail. Now more than ever, we need a president that ignores the insanity of those who suggest defunding the police and a president who stands shoulder to shoulder with the brave men and women of law enforcement who put their lives on the line every day to protect our citizens, our homes, our businesses, and our way of life. Donald J. Trump is that president, and what we need is to make absolutely certain that we keep him in Washington, D.C., where he can stand with those who protect our communities and our country. Donald Trump is a president that stands strong with our law enforcement officers and our military, a president who honors those who heroically stand at the gate fighting evil. There's only one candidate for president that can honestly say they are law and order, only one clear-cut candidate that is willing to stand on the steps of the Capitol and say, these are our cops, our protectors, and it's time we as a nation stand to protect them. In my view, there's only one candidate for president in 2020 that even understands what law and order means. And that is why we are all standing here today, Mr. President, in support of you, because we need someone in Washington who will be unwavering in the protection of our citizens, our cops, and our Constitution. Donald J. Trump is that someone, and we are all proud to stand with him in the protection of our great nation. Mr. President, we standing here with you and others around the country are proud to stand with you in the protection of our country, and we thank you for always standing with us, sir. Thank you. That is Brevard Sheriff Ivey speaking and coming up in a moment right here from Pasco County, Chris Nako, Sheriff of Pasco County. Who are we going to vote in office? That's right. We're going to bring them back in. Four more years, we need them. I want to thank Senator Wilton Simpson. I know he brought Pasco down down here. Did you, Senator? And Senator Rick Scott. He's up there in D.C. working very, very hard for us. Thank you, Senator, very much. Mr. President, next time you come, we're going to do a boat parade instead. Good. It's much better. Good. My beautiful wife, Bridget, recommended that. I'm proud to stand here with my fellow sheriffs to endorse and support President Donald Trump for his re-election. And like him, and like him, we are praying for everybody in the path of this hurricane. I also am very proud President Trump stands with those brave and strong law enforcement officers, those women and men that are out there trying to be peacemakers. Because right now we're hurting. Our families are hurting. But he's the one who's standing up there supporting us, along with all of you. And I want to say thank you very much. I'm also going to touch upon something that's getting lost out there, but it's absolutely true what President Trump has done for us. He understands the health care issue of mental health and substance abuse that we all deal with. And law enforcement has become an issue that we deal with, but it's a health care issue, especially in Florida, that we are dealing with. And he has stood up during his presidency to help those people. During his first term, he's championed to expand drug treatment in federal prisons and enhance reentry programs. President Trump understands that good people became addicts, not because of issues of their own, but because they were led to opioids, and that became a dependency that they become marginalized in. But he's reached out to help them. Those are those people that we deal with every day. And when you All right, we'll bring it back in. That is Pasco County Sheriff Chris Nako.
and you probably are very familiar with them if you live in um, Pasco County. They are on the tarmac. Uh, looks like about 30 sheriffs from all around the state who have endorsed President Trump uh, for his uh, next four years. President is still on the tarmac with them. Uh, we'll come back in just a moment, the final moments, the Bill Bunkley Show, hour number two. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back. This is good news, maybe exactly when you need it to. Right now, MediShare is waiving their new member fees. This could save you money on top of all that you'll save each month by becoming a member of MediShare. So many people are looking for a healthcare solution right now, seeing the cost of COBRA plans, for instance. And MediShare is the affordable alternative to health insurance. The typical family saves $500 a month, but you might save even more. MediShare is a Christian community that shares each other's health care costs, and because of the current economic situation, they're making it easier than ever. Apply by July 31st, and you'll save an additional $170 on your first month. I'll give you the number here in a second, and if you call, you can get a price within two minutes. Just tell them the promo code SHARE to receive your additional savings. Maybe now is the time to make the switch, like more than 400,000 people already have, and start saving. Here it is. Call 844-57-BIBLE. That's 844-57-BIBLE. 844-57-BIBLE. Hey, everybody. It's the captain here. Need a little more pep in your staff? Not eating enough of the right kind of foods? Not getting your daily requirement of fruits and vegetables either? Well, have I got a deal for you. It's called Balance of Nature and Fruits and Veggies. Now, for a limited time, you can save 35% at Balance of Nature. Just go to their website, balanceofnature.com. Use the product code RESULT or give them a call at 800-246-8751. To start feeling better, go to balanceofnature.com or give them a call at 800-246-8751. Use the product code result balance of nature.com hey are you guys open yeah yeah we are come on in as businesses reopen across the nation is your business prepared for what comes next salem surround can help covid19 brought america's thriving economy to a screeching halt but now local businesses are getting back to normal are you ready for the return to business and all that pent-up consumer demand contact salem surround learn more at surroundtampa.com SurroundTampa.com, connecting you with new customers. Vehicle accidents are stressful enough. You don't need someone showing up at the scene trying to pressure you into letting them tow away your vehicle, often falsely claiming they were dispatched by the police or an insurance company. Be wary of any unsolicited tow truck that arrives on the scene of an accident. In fact, in some places, it's illegal. Motorists should not feel pressured to agree to a tow. Call your roadside assistance provider or insurance company for towing company suggestions or consult with police on the scene. Always get the price and terms in writing along with the location of the tow yard before letting a tow truck driver hook up your vehicle and take it away. If you suspect fraud, call us at 1-800-TELL-NICB. That's 1-800-TEL-NICB or Visit our website, www.nicb.org. A public service message from the National Insurance Crime Bureau. Janae's Tropicals is your one-stop shop for fruit trees, exotic tropical plants and palms, citrus, and more. Join Janae every Saturday morning at 9.30 as she shares more than 24 years of horticultural experience and hosts other green thumb experts to give you free gardening advice. Janae will teach you to live off the land and love it. Visit Janae online at tropicalfruit.com and join her every Saturday at 9.30 a.m. on Faith Talk 570 WTBN online at letstalkfaith.com. 
Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. The fighting spirit of the Marine Corps is born of battles won. Battles won within. Over enemies of fear, enemies of doubt. It's who we are. It's what we do. It's a promise made to you for more than two centuries. A promise of the Marines. Back, Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show. Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show. The president uh, has now aborted the limousine uh, as we are away for the break uh, from Tampa International Airport. Uh, Sheriff Chris Nako, Pasco County Sheriff, was uh, speaking. He spoke along with uh, Sheriff Ivy from Bavard County. Wrapped up his remarks while we were away. President had uh, a few final remarks for all of the sheriffs and the law enforcement that came out to support the president today. Spent uh, just a few moments shaking a few hands uh, along the the greeting line. And after he took care of that, actually, he's not shaking hands. Let me be very, very clear in this COVID world. He wasn't shaking hands. He was clapping his own hands a few feet away from the crowd and, and waving to them. So let me be clear, uh, he was not doing any shaking of the hands along the rope line, which would normally have occurred. So if you're out and about, the president uh, is now departing the private aviation terminal there at Tampa International Airport. He is going to be going directly en route to an undisclosed location in Bel Air, Florida, uh, which is over on the coast in Pinellas County. Uh, the Bel Air area, I should say. It is a $100,000 a person a fundraiser. <clears throat> President will be speaking there. And uh, when he concludes, he's not overnighting here. Also, he's not overnighting uh, at his Doral Golf Club over on the East Coast either. That was the original plan, but that's not going to be happening now because of the uh, hurricane that is going to be coming up, uh, maybe brushing uh, parts of the, the lower southeast coast of the state of Florida. This was definitely a law and order stop as far as the uh, gathering. The gathering, uh, I presume, uh, are all uh, some of the harder working members of the Republican Party. Um, this was a very uh, small, unannounced uh, reception uh, crowd at Tampa International, and it was uh, I can tell you because I know some of the folks who were invited to that, that it was an opportunity for those that are working very hard for the reelection of the president uh, on a local basis to be able to come out and to see the president. So uh, that is it. There's not going to be any major uh, receptions. This was not a rally. All of that is not part of the president's uh, visit. Wow, what an afternoon here on the Bill Bunkley Show. I uh, want to remind you that uh, coming up uh, in the 5 o'clock hour, uh, Jay uh, Seculo is going to be here with uh, his uh, program, and so that's always very informative for those of you listening on AM 860, AM 930, or answer stations. 
Uh, then I'll be over on Faith Talk 570-910 for the third and final hour of the Bill Bunkley Show. I'm going to be talking with the chief legal analyst for Focus on the Family, Bruce uh, Houseconnect. And we're going to be drilling down a little bit more on this Supreme Court rejection of the injunction from the church in Nevada. Church in Nevada, under the governor's order, they can only you can only have 50 people in a church. So if the church seats 5,000, you can only have 50 people. However, if you own a casino in Nevada, how about uh, well, like one of those little casinos in Las Vegas? Let's just say Caesar's Palace. So let's say Caesar's Palace says that you can have 2,000 people there gambling, playing cards, etc. In Nevada, you can have 50% of a gambling hall, they can come in and be next to each other in the COVID. So, so <laughs> if you had a 5,000-person deal, you could have 2,500. If you've got, uh, you know, 2,000, you can have 1,000. Oh, but if you had the same space in a church, you can only have 50 people. Well, Chief Justice Roberts, once again, voted in this temporary injunction with the liberals on the court we're going to really drill down on that from a legal basis. Also, some reasons for this because of Judge Roberts' philosophy. And we're also going to be talking for just a moment or two about the impending crisis. That's right, the impending crisis that if the entire country is forced to vote by mail in the presidential election, what a mess that is going to be. And we'll go behind the scenes and give you some of that starting at the 5 o'clock hour. Then we'll uh, go out to California, Hollywood. Uh, Evie Bear is going to be joining us with Movie Guide. We'll talk about a couple of great opportunities for the kids. Uh, one is Disney Plus, uh, about the Muppets. Then we've got uh, another children's movie. But we're also going to talk about that brave relief pitcher for the uh, San Francisco Giants who stood on opening day, did not kneel, and said he would not kneel because he's a Christian and he only kneels to his God been a pleasure having you with us today. A lot I wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk about the shooting spree in Tampa last night. Unbelievable. I wanted to talk about three suspects, including the youngster here in Tampa, were responsible, allegedly, for the whole Twitter hacking that took place. Plus, I wanted you to hear some exchanges with Dr. Fauci and Jim Jordan. Well, the president preempted all of that. Going to take a quick time out. More of the Bill Monkley Show coming up in a moment. been a pleasure to be with you. Be right back. In the 2016 race for president, Donald Trump was not the first choice for many Christian voters. His personal history made it unimaginable that he would defend Christian values as president, or so we thought. In his new book, For God and Country, the Christian... Dr. Ralph Reed shows that President Trump has kept his promises and been the most effective presidential defender of religious liberty and the pro-life cause since Reagan. It's required reading in 2020. For God and Country, the new book by Ralph Reed, available wherever books are sold. 
Why are there many unanswered questions and few honest explanations as to why our liberties are under attack? Discover how we return to order and normalcy when you stream Morality in the 21st Century. Dennis Prager and Dr. Wayne Grudem confront the social issues we face and through never-before-told personal stories give a clear direction for a visionary future for this nation. Visit SalemNow.com to stream Morality in the 21st Century and type in the code TAMPA for a 20% discount. That's SalemNow.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington, Florida. Governor Ron DeSantis says he's declared a state of emergency for Florida's Atlantic coast as Hurricane Isaias approaches. I want Floridians to know that the state of Florida is fully prepared uh, for this and any future storm during this hurricane season. The Division of Emergency Management uh, has had the State Operations Center at level one since March. The National Hurricane Center says Isaias has maximum sustained winds of 75 miles an hour as of Friday morning, and it's expected to remain a hurricane for the next few days. Testifying before the House Select Subcommittee on the Coronavirus Crisis, Dr. Anthony Fauci says he's pleased by progress on a virus vaccine. We hope that as the time we get into the late fall and early winter, we will have, in fact, a vaccine that we can say would be safe and effective. One can never guarantee the safety or effectiveness unless you do the trial. But we are cautiously optimistic that this will be successful. A British man, a Florida man, and a Florida teen hacked the Twitter accounts of prominent politicians, celebrities, and technology moguls to scam people around the globe out of more than $100,000 in Bitcoin. The 17-year-old boy was arrested Friday in Tampa. The adults face federal charges in California. Washington correspondent Ben Thomas reports American consumers increased their spending in June, helping regain some of the record plunge that occurred after the coronavirus paralyzed the economy. The Commerce Department says consumer spending rose a solid 5.6 percent last month. At the same time, however, personal incomes dropped 1.1 percent. A resurgence of coronavirus cases across much of the country is thought likely to impede further gains in consumer spending. Wall Street liked what it heard. The Dow was up by 114 points. The Nasdaq rose 157. The S&P 500 advanced by 24. This is SRN News. Progressive Motorcycle presents Road Wisdom from the Motor. Half man, half motorcycle. To find your balance, keep riding. And if you stop, put your feet down so you don't fall. Progressive Motorcycle also presents roadside assistance. Progressive Motorcycle, for those who were born to ride. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Blue Star Medicated Ointment gets five-star reviews from our loyal users for fast relief of the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. Blue Star soothes insect bites and fungal infections. It really works on the summer rashes I get every year. I had psoriasis on my elbows. Blue Star worked wonders. Amazing stuff. Mirabit on and the itch is gone. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast. Christians hoping to revive America may be outnumbered, but one evangelical says that doesn't matter and points to the Revolutionary War. Less than a third of the American colonists, uh, you know, in the... 1770s were willing to sacrifice in order to reverse the the course. 
Author Robert McGinnis. If you have a remnant, and we do in this country, uh, certainly according to a variety of, of polling, they are out there and they're willing. They just have to do what is necessary. He explains all that in his new book, Collision Course. The European Union has rejected community funding applications from six Polish towns that declared themselves LGBT-free zones or banned campaigning for same-sex marriage. The applications were for an EU program that funds activities to build links between communities in different nations. Cities and towns can obtain up to 25,000 euros from the program. This is SRN News. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. I'm Sally Harris, running for the District 7 seat, Hillsborough County School Board. As owner of Circle C Ranch Academy, a top woman-owned business, I am fiscally responsible. Having fostered over 30 children, I am compassionate. As a leader, I have unfinished business. Let's teach kids coping skills and ensure safety and mental health. Let's increase vocational training and let's consider self-insurance to put money back in teachers' pockets. Vote for me, Sally Harris, Hillsborough County School Board. I'm Sally Harris, and I approve of this ad. Faith Talk 570, WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. The following segment was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free. 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around, or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Hey, welcome back. Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show. Delighted to have you with us this afternoon. And, hey, it's the 5 o'clock hour on a Friday afternoon, and that means it's time for our weekly in-depth conversation with Focus on the Family. Uh, We'll be getting to that in just a moment. But I want to remind you that all of my primary recommendations uh, for our listening area here in West Central Florida uh, my recommendations for the primary for Sarasota, Manatee, Polk, Pasco, uh, and Hillsborough County. All of those are online right now for you to be able to uh, check them out. Go to our website at letstalkfaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com. Click on the link for the, our programmers. Uh, first up is the Bill Bunkley um, click. So click that. You'll go to my page. Midway down, you'll see those counties. Just click on your county. That gives you all of my recommendations, judges, school board, et cetera, et cetera, and reminding you that it says right there that you can uh, print it off, you can email it, take it to the polls, all of what you need if you would like to. Uh, so uh, that resource, again, is at uh, letstalkfaith.com. 
Well, I want to remind you before we get a chance to talk uh, with my good friend Bruce Hasconnect about Focus on the Family. FocusOnTheFamily.com is your go-to website to be able to go and, and just investigate all sorts of issues, all sorts of concerns. You know, our Bible is our first stop, but then Focus comes behind that. And, and right now, I tell you, one of the most valuable services they're doing among many is, you know, they have uh, counselors uh, there and ready to talk to you. And so you can have a chance to talk about something with everybody home in the house, all sorts of issues are popping up so don't be bashful we're all dealing with the same thing and if uh, you need to have a referral right here back to our WTB and listening area to maybe sit one-on-one with a biblical counselor uh, they can set that up for you as well but my main point in saying this is hey go to focus and you're going to see a donate button remember they're a 501 c3 ministry and with the loads that they're carrying they could really Get, they could really use some help from you right now. So if uh, you appreciate uh, uh, the Christian worldview uh, that uh, is representative of all of what uh, Folks in the Family has to offer, go to folksinthefamily.com, click on that link, and donate now. Well, Bruce House Connect uh, is back with us, and uh, I'm excited because our topic today is the uh, United States Supreme Court. Uh, but he is uh, the attorney who serves as uh, Focus on the Family's judicial analyst. Uh, he is responsible to drill down, to, uh, to research, to uh, render analysis of both legal and judicial issues related to, well, Christians and our worldview, the institutions of the family. Uh, well, the First Amendment, uh, which is very important right now with religion and free speech issues being on the forefront almost every day. Uh, How about judicial activism, marriage, homosexuality, pro-life matters? He also tracks legislation and laws affecting these issues. And he's been uh, married since 1981, has three adult children, as well as three adorable grandkids that he's spoiling uh, as best as he can. And, Bruce, it's good to have you back with us. Well, thank you. It's a pleasure to be back with you. Well, it certainly is getting very interesting. Uh, there seems to be a lot. Of, there's always a lot of drama around the White House. Now there's drama around the Supreme Court. And uh, a little bit of confusion because now we have yet another episode of the Chief Justice John Roberts siding with the liberals. And this time it was a case having to do with religious freedom and clear discrimination in the state of Nevada between how many folks can go to church, and how many folks can go to Caesar's Palace. Why don't you go ahead and uh, give us a, a good introduction as to what, what, what this issue is. Sure. You know, the Supreme Court term uh, ended with a bang with several uh, uh, major cases, some with abortion, some having to do with religious freedom. And by the end of the first week of July, everyone thought that we were good, as the Constitution was safe. Um, from whatever the Supreme Court could do to it. However, in in the meantime, lots of cases are going on in the lower federal courts, including uh, several that come up from states where churches are being told that uh, they can't open on the same terms as similarly situated secular activities, Nevada being one of those states where this has occurred. The governor there has imposed an order saying that uh, churches uh, can only open inside services up to 50 percent. I'm sorry, up to uh, 50 people. 
yep. and uh, but allows uh, places like casinos where people <laughs> congregate to do things other than worship. Um, they they can uh, favor those places with up to fifty percent capacity. That could be hundreds or even thousands of people gathered around crap tables and poker tables and and. Uh, and, you know, hopefully they're socially distancing, but apparently they're not. So some churches brought a lawsuit uh, in the federal courts in, in Nevada and were turned away. And they wanted to uh, appeal that, but they couldn't get any relief from the lower court decision in the meantime. So they were having to obey these, these restrictive rules. And that went all the way up to the Supreme Court, where the churches asked, um, for help from the Supreme Court to stay the governor's order with respect to churches until the lower courts could work this out. So it was simply a request for a, a temporary injunction against the governor's um, uh, order uh, as it applied to uh, the, these churches that, that sued. And the Supreme Court simply turned it down without an opinion, uh, at least the majority opinion. We know there were five votes uh, that simply turned away that request. But interestingly, for the four conservatives, and uh, I don't ex- include Roberts anymore in that in that label. I agree. I agree. F- filed uh, dissents um, challenging that decision. And the First Amendment implications of treating casinos better than uh, churches during a pandemic is the issue. And those justices uh, simply spared no verbiage in condemning what the five in the majority had done, which is to favor um, uh, favor these casinos over the First Amendment. And that is what has happened. Hmm. We're going to drill down on that. But first, uh, Bruce House Connect, um, I just can't even believe that there would be such a disparity between 50 people in an auditorium and 50% in another auditorium, building, or whatever, and that no one in the Nevada court system would give relief and say, hey, we, we got it, we got it, okay, churches, you know, you're under the same rules of everybody else, uh, 50%. Now, we have, you know, certainly other arguments that the churches should not be regulated at all, as uh, what's been happening in some other cases uh, uh, based on the First Amendment. But I'm still scratching my head about just what is going on in Nevada. And is Nevada, uh, you know, obviously we know they've got the brothels, the prostitutes, and, uh, and the gambling. But I never knew they were, they were, you know, potentially this hostile toward Christianity. Yeah, that's right. And it, it seems to be a recognition that the entertainment industry in Nevada is a boon to the economy in Nevada, whereas churches, of course, uh, in their eyes, doesn't contribute as much. And therefore, they were going to favor casinos and and, uh, things that are certainly, as you say, auditoriums that contain a bunch of people. You know, there have been prior cases, including one that made it up to the Supreme Court from uh, California recently, similar situation where the governor has ordered uh, churches to be treated differently than Walmarts and drive-in theaters and places like that. And Roberts wrote an opinion that said, um, you know, 
I don't think that uh, churches are comparable to Walmarts. Okay, I understand that, but the, the Nevada case now <laughs> is right squarely in the middle of mm-hmm. where Roberts should have come down in favor of churches. Casinos and auditoriums filled with people in entertainment venues is exactly the same as a, a auditorium of people in a church. And yet, he did the exact opposite of what he did in the California case. It's a head-scratcher for sure. Mm. And just a, a little note on California, it's, a, it's almost a tale of two churches. Uh, you have Dr. David Jeremiah there in uh, San Diego, and uh, they are meeting outdoors uh, per the governor's order. And even last week or so, uh, I guess the order was no churches could gather and sing, even though they were outside. And uh, even Dr. Jeremiah just kind of chuckled a little bit. We're here. Uh, we're, 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 we're legal, I think. And he kind of looked around and smiled. But then you've got John MacArthur who said, uh-uh, no way, no how, we're meeting. So this is far from being settled, isn't it? Absolutely not. It, we are um, we are at the point where there's a recognition that these governors are given extraordinary powers during uh, an emergency, and we've seen it in other states as well, where uh, governors are simply telling who, what businesses can open and what businesses cannot. That's extraordinary. And if the legislature isn't going to hold the uh, governors accountable, then the courts have to, especially where the First Amendment is concerned. I, there was some great dissent in this case in which uh, people like uh, Justice Alito and Justice Gorsuch point out that the First Amendment covers uh, worship. It certainly doesn't <laughs> con- uh, cover slots and uh, and poker tables. Mm-hmm. And, and so there's no way under the Constitution that you can favor casinos over religion. And yet, here we are. Now, we're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, I want to drill a little bit deeper into the idea that this was an injunction and it wasn't a full case. And uh, there's another opinion sort of floating around from the Alliance Defense Fund uh, that they are still very optimistic that when this uh, topic comes to the full court in a full term, it would be uh, quite a, a different outcome uh, in favor of uh, places of worship. But we'll get to that in just a moment. But uh, we are honored to have uh, Bruce House connect with us this afternoon. Uh, he is the chief uh, judicial analyst for Focus on the Family, helping us to walk through this issue. Reminding you that FocusOnTheFamily.com is an excellent resource for anything that has to do um, behind the Bible. Bible is the first stop, but uh, uh, in all areas of uh, what uh, you need to maybe have some help and some understanding and some guidance and some tips. But also when you go there, make sure uh, that you consider leaving a financial contribution. I'm Bill Bunkley. That's uh, going to wrap it up for this segment. But Bruce Houskin is going to be with us in just a moment. Don't go away. We'll be right back. The preceding segment was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. 
Ever wonder if there's more to be had in your marriage? Our friends at Family Life Today are offering a completely free kit of resources to take your marriage from good to great. This kit includes two video mini courses perfect for a date night with purpose, four audio teaching sessions from renowned marriage experts like Paul David Tripp and Vadi Bakum, our good to great marriage bonus printable ebook full of conversation starters, time-tested tips, and more. What's not to love? Head to letstalkfaith.com keyword marriage for your free download. The Moss family of dealerships has a new addition. I'm Bill Carl here to tell you about the new Moss Acura on North Florida Avenue in Tampa. Acura outshines the competition with their flagship, the RDX SUV. Equipped with a powerful 2-liter turbocharged engine and standard features, including the panoramic moonroof, Wi-Fi mobile hotspot, and Apple CarPlay. The seats are covered in butter-soft leather, and the hands-free liftgate makes loading groceries a breeze. And with Moss Acura, you get the same high level of customer service Moss Nissan's known for. Each vehicle comes with Moss Care, including lifetime oil changes, entire rotations, surface shield protection, and more. Veterans, active military, and first responders receive huge benefits with the You Serve, You Save program, as do pastors and church workers. And the choice is simple. The choice is clear. The choice is here. Visit Moss Acura on North Florida Avenue in Tampa next to Moss Nissan online at mossacura.com. Sunday mornings at 7.30. Don't miss the crucified message with Dr. Tony Young Jr. Let me remind you, that's the way you and I have acted toward God. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, but not only that, he gives us life. He gives us health, strength, food, shelter, and clothing. The crucified message with Dr. Tony Young Jr. Sunday mornings at 7.30. On Faith Talk AM 570 and online at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570 and 910. Online at letstalkfaith.com. The following segment was pre recorded for broadcast at this time. Sometimes, sometimes on this journey, I get lost in my mistakes. Looks to me like weakness is a canvas for your strength. And my story isn't over. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here with uh, segment number two of our weekly time to drill down with the issues of the day. We're focused on the family. Excited to have uh, Bruce House connect back with us, a senior judicial analyst for Focus on the Family. And we're talking about this very curious uh, emergency injunction that uh, Judge Roberts sided with the three liberals on the court and did not give a relief to the churches in Nevada who right now can only have 50 people in any size of a church facility, whereas the casinos and other auditoriums, they're at 50%. So even if you had a church that's at uh, 10,000 people, uh, where you should be able to have 5,000 people able to be uh, socially distanced in that church, can't happen, but if you had a 10,000 fire marshal casino, uh, you could have 5,000 folks, uh, you know, playing cards, doing the crafts and everything else. Well, Bruce, let's get back to this because Alliance Defending Freedom, um, I was drilling down with uh, something that they offered this week that they felt that this issue, when it comes back to the entire court, not in an injunction, but through the, the regular channels, they felt very confident I'm going to say it like it needs to be said, that Judge Roberts would would not vote this way, that he would vote uh, to strike down this law. 
And what I'd like you to comment about is is that I understand that previously um, Judge Roberts has talked about the fact how he really doesn't like to get all these emergency injunctions. Sometimes they're not complete to make a good decision. Uh, give us a little bit of, a, of an idea about this because maybe there is some hope here. Yeah, and that's very true because when these cases come up to the Supreme Court, many times they come up not after a trial has occurred and, and people have presented evidence and there's a huge record and it goes through the appeals court and they create another record and then it goes up to the Supreme Court. Sometimes, as in these cases, it comes up on an emergency request to stop the enforcement of a law pending all of that going on in the lower courts. And what that means is, that the Supreme Court sometimes is acting without a lot or without a complete record of what the facts are really, uh, what they really are on the ground in that state. So, for instance, in the Nevada case, um, we have lots of allegations that casinos are just like churches or they're different from them, but no one has testified yet in trial um, as to why or why not that is so. So you've got you, you end up leaving these justices with their own sense of whether that's true or not without any kind of evidence uh, one way or the other. That makes judges and justices many times very insecure about deciding things with some finality. So they will leave things alone. And this, this is probably one of those cases, we hope, uh, where Justice Roberts exercising some conservative judicial humility does not want to decide a case based on a, an incomplete set of facts. Now, we can argue about whether the First Amendment should require a complete record of the facts in the lower yep. courts or whether it should be protected up front and with the, with the burden on the governor of Nevada to prove otherwise. There, there's a, that's a, how I would counter that argument, but, but the ADF makes a good point in saying that this this case is not over yet. You know, um, maybe, now keep in mind, I'm not a lawyer. I don't play one on TV, but I do work with uh, law legislation, proposed legislation 25 years. But anyway, um, what I'm looking at here is, yeah, there would be a lot of backup facts, but the glaring fact is right before the court, 50 people versus 50%. Now, it isn't like that's kind of like in a gray area to get a picture of what's happening here. But I'll tell you, I have uh, opined in my uh, daily commentaries uh, one or two times. My concern here, Bruce House Connect, is, first of all, I think, I think the judge picked the wrong one, you know, to uh, exercise his, uh, his quote-unquote questionable conservative philosophy on injunctions because I think he, he should have, he uh, you know, exercised this on one that was more of a gray matter. But here's my point. I, I've said this. I've written about this. My opinion is Judge Roberts is more impo- is more concerned about the integrity or the reputation of the Supreme Court than he is about the people and the will of the people by way of their constitution. And this looks like one of those times again where he's trying to play the the Judge Kennedy role that uh, hey I'm the savior of the court and. And we're going to be going back and forth on some things because uh, this court is important to be upheld. Your thoughts about that? Yeah, so judges, and I agree with that, a justice on the Supreme Court is supposed to be concerned with the law and with the Constitution. 
if you're concerning yourself with what the public opinion about the integrity of the Supreme Court is, you're focused on the wrong game, wrong ball. Uh, you're going to sow distrust of the uh, judiciary and the Supreme Court in particular if you're deciding cases based on something other than the law in the Constitution. And that appears to be what ju the Chief Justice has been doing in several of these cases now. So I agree with you. This was not the case for him to suddenly start exercising some judicial humility. This was a clear case where uh, the First Amendment was at stake. And as I said before, if the legislatures aren't going to keep these governors in check, the courts have to. Mm. we got about two minutes. One quick question. I just wrote my opinion that will air over the weekend and Monday about the disaster that's coming forth if our main vehicle to – uh, go to the polls in November is mail-in ballots. Um, I was involved with the Chads back in 2000 here in our area. I was on the first team that was going to be doing the Chads. So I've been through this rodeo before. Uh, if we've got millions of folks that have to be hired to look at these ballots when they come in, and they're not handwriting experts, they got to decide if the ballot is valid or not. New York's not even finished with their primary. We could be months counting this presidential vote across the country. Are we setting up for a potential disaster in November? And the the way the country's uh, divided today, this could get very, very chaotic. You've got about a minute left. Your thoughts? Yeah, this this could be a problem indeed. Uh, you, you've probably heard the president's call or suggestion yesterday that mm -hmm. perhaps we delay uh, the the. Uh, election because of the COVID-19 pandemic and the, the difficulty in holding um, in-person elections. Mm -hmm. And yes, all the dates that we we select presidents by and Congress by, they're, they're kind of set in stone either in the Constitution yep. or in, in federal law. So you can't, you can't back those up. But how, so how do you deal with mail-in ballots when it's obviously going to take time to, to validate uh, the more questionable ones? Either states have to gear up, or we're in a, we're in for a mess. And uh, I don't know how many states that could affect, but as you say, the potential problems uh, are oh. there. And if we don't have a president selected by January 20th at noon, uh, that means the Speaker of the House becomes president. <laughs> Got to leave it there, Bruce. Thank you for encouraging us through the weekend. But uh, well, that's Bruce House Connect, uh, senior legal analyst with Focus on the Family. And let me just say this. If you think the Chads was bad in 2000, you've seen nothing compared to what could happen this fall. I'm Bill Bunkley. Going to be back with our guests with Movie Guide. Don't go away. Be right back. The preceding segment was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. A federal appeals court on Friday overturned the death sentence of Jokar Zarnayev. In the 2013 Boston Marathon bombing, say the judge who oversaw the case didn't adequately screen jurors for potential biases. The three-judge panel of the First U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals ordered a new penalty phase trial on whether the 27-year-old should be executed. Tsarnaev's lawyers had argued that intense media coverage had made it impossible to get a fair trial in Boston. The April 15, 2013 attack killed three people and wounded more than 260 others, Tsarnaev was convicted on 30 charges, including conspiracy and use of a weapon of mass destruction. On Wall Street, the Dow by 114 points. The Nasdaq rose 157. The S&P up by 24. More on these stories at srnnews.com.
Conservative Amanda Mackey earned the American dream. Mackey escaped a brutal regime that persecuted Christians. She worked her way through college and served in the Pentagon after 9-11. In Congress, Amanda Mackey will stand with President Trump to support our brave police officers, secure the border, and enforce the rule of law. Mackey will protect Florida families from crushing tax increases and eliminate job-killing regulations to rebuild our economy and get Floridians back to work. With Charlie Crist and Nancy Pelosi exploiting the coronavirus to advance socialism, Florida needs to send a conservative fighter to Congress. Here's Amanda Mackey. Charlie Crist and Nancy Pelosi want to turn America into a socialist country. Together, we can stop them. Conservative Amanda Mackey has lived the American dream, and now she's ready to defend it as our voice in Congress. I'm Amanda Mackey, and I approve this message. Paid for by Amanda Mackey for Congress. Cornerstone Cornerstone is an essential service working to meet the needs of homeowners during this difficult time by following all CDC guidelines and taking extra protective steps on site. When you call Cornerstone Pros to service your AC, plumbing, electrical, or generator, rest assured that with Cornerstone, trust is a must. Learn more at cornerstonepros.com. For service like it ought to be, fair, fast, and friendly, call Cornerstone Pros. So I started asking parents, and I asked literally hundreds of parents, personally at parent workshops, did posts uh, to my readers and stuff. I said, come on, share. What is it? If you could do one thing over again, what would you do over? Today on Focus on the Family Minute, Jonathan McKee shares the number one regret he's heard from parents across the country. The answers started to come in, and, and overwhelmingly the number one answer, and however they worded it, came out something like, I wish I would have spent more time with my kid more time. I wish I would have hung out with my kid. I wish I would have put my kid to bed more and actually instead of saying good night from downstairs, you know, I wish I would have um, actually showed up at their stuff more. I wish I would have, you know, instead of watching them play in the ocean from the sand, I wish I would have gone in the ocean with them. Over and over again, that was the overwhelming answer. By far, nothing came close. Savor the moments, spend time with your kids, and hear more from Jonathan at FamilyMinute.org. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, tune in, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also find encouragement on our Facebook page, WTBN AM 570 and 910. Streaming at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570 and 910 online at letstalkfaith.com. The following segment was pre recorded for broadcast at this time. You're my courage when I worry in the dead of night. You're my strength because I'm not strong enough to win this fight. Hey, we're back. It's Friday afternoon, just past the 5 30 hour here on the East. And so, you know, here on the Bill Bunkley Show, it's time for Movie Guide. And I'll tell you what, uh, as you know, during our second hour where, uh, as we have our answer stations with us, that uh, all of our breaks, we have some of the top movie themes that uh, take us out of our segment and bring us into the next segment. And all that's designed because we really can't go to the big screen. Uh, Everything we're seeing is streaming. And uh, we just try to give you a little bit of a memory lane for a few seconds uh, of some of the top movies that we really enjoyed. 
Well, the same ones you've probably watched four or five times already since March. But nonetheless, uh, we know how important uh, uh, those uh, cultural entertainment events are. And that's why uh, we have Movie Guide with us each and every week. Now, Movie Guide is a 501c3. You hear me say this every week. Why? Because not only are they giving us excellent, excellent data on how to make the decisions of the movies that uh, our families should be watching and, and not watching, but uh, even in the midst of COVID-19, they are very, very proactive outreach. Uh, they're a ministry for our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ to all of the elements of movie making, you know, directors, actors, etc. And uh, when you go to Movie Guide, or if you understand, especially now, the impacts of movie, movies and uh, video games and things that they advise us on, uh, keep in mind that that is uh, something that we need to be supporting. So when you go there, please donate. There's red uh, donation buttons uh, all throughout Movie Guide. So go to movieguide.org and to drop that in. Well, joining us today is the host of Movie Guide TV, and uh, she has an opportunity to do uh, the host of the interviews when new movies are coming out and those that are making news in the industry, Evie Bear is with us this afternoon. And, Evie, as always, we really appreciate you being with us. Thank you for having me, and thank you for all your support. Well, we uh, we, we depend on you greatly, and uh, one of these days we'll get back to what our normal routines are in terms of watching the movies. Uh, but um, as we uh, look at the landscape out and about, uh, a lot is going on in terms of uh, I think we're even hearing now that uh, some of the movies that would have been released in theaters, they're considering releasing them online. Could you, uh, I touched base a little bit with this with your dad last week. Just just a moment or two, um, uh, what are you seeing, and uh, do you think that if this uh, COVID-19 stretches out, we will see more and more theaters trying to figure out how they can, you know, make their revenue but still put these films out to the public? It is a really hard um, thing because they keep wanting to open. Uh, we had even, you know, written an article saying that August 21st had been a potential opening for AMC and Regal. Uh, and I think they're rethinking it potentially, even though there's a Liam Neeson movie that they wanted to put out there. Um, so it is a, um, a hard thing because the government has, has, you know, in the reports of the spike again, and especially where you guys are and where we are. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the theaters want to be super cautious and everybody wants to be cautious. But at the same time, um, you know, people who have produced the movies want to get the movies out there and, and big movies like the Liam Neeson movie, you know, or the Christopher Nolan movie, which is called Tenet. Uh, it's just every month it's been pushed back and pushed back. So we'll see. It's, you know, it's, it's an interesting time period where nothing is really confirmed yet. So we'll just have to keep updated on it. And like you said, a lot of this stuff is just going to VOD. And so you can, you can just buy it. Like uh, the first, one of the first major releases was trolls world tour. Um, we actually didn't give it a super positive review, so we wouldn't say buy it, but um, that it did pretty well in terms of people just watching it on VOD. And so some of the studios are just, um, putting out their movies in that that capacity. Mm. Well, we'll continue to see how this paradigm uh, plays out. 
Well, we got some things to uh, want to talk about in terms of some options, and for those of you that have uh, uh, little kids, and well, maybe some of the big kids like uh, the Muppets as well. Muppets as well. But again, Disney Plus uh, has uh, the Muppets now episode two, talking about Fever Pitch, and uh, pretty good series for um, conservative uh, pro-family families, right? Well, I love the Muppets, and I'm, you know, <laughs> in my 30s. Uh, my daughter hasn't even seen the Muppets, and I, and I like it, you know, I'll watch it even without her. But um, this is the Muppets now, and it's a new TV show that's on Disney+, Plus, like you said, and we've given it a good review of four-star. That means the quality's there, uh, and plus one. So, you know, I think, uh, you know, we, we do say uh, kind of older children, I would probably say, you know, six and above or something. Uh, and this, the one that we particularly liked was episode two, and what happens with Scooter. If you know the Muppets character, Scooter's, you know, one of the characters, and he's trying to put on a TV show. Uh, and so it's really cute because it shows him trying to do a TV show within a TV show. Um, and there's some good positive themes in there, we say. Uh, so it's a good family TV show. Mm. And, again, that's Disney+, Plus, and uh, we've got no – language tad bit of light violence no sex no nudity uh four stars out of four stars so the quality is great and plus one and a little bit of discernment for the young children but certainly uh we just touched the surface go to movieguide.org and go to the muffets now uh, episode two fever pitch and you can drill down with all the specifics and we always encourage you to do that as well uh, Evie Bear is joining us this afternoon to talk about uh, some of these movies. And, of course, she's the host of Movie Guy TV. A little inactive right now because everything's inactive. So we look forward to uh, not only the birth of her daughter, but uh, at the time where she's back uh, uh, right off those red carpets and having those wonderful interviews. Well, we've got another one. This one I always chuckle at and even looking at the uh, the movie poster. Captain Underpants, the first <laughs> epic movie, Friendship Can Conquer Anything. Well, where is this at? Where can they find it at? And uh, tell us a little about this one. Yes, this is pretty, you know, Captain (laughs) Underpants is a funny concept. But when I was a child, it was a book that came out uh, that people were, you know, flocking towards. They, you know, people really enjoyed the books. Um, And so they've made it into, they've had movies on it. They've had series on it. This is actually a series on Netflix that's come out, and we say it's a family-friendly series. It's a four-star and plus one again, Um, and so it's on Netflix, and what happens in this movie, uh, you know, the series is that the principal is actually the superhero of Captain Underpants, and he has a cape, and he wears little underpants, (laughs) and it's a silly concept, but there's some good themes. This one, they go to space, which is, you know, silly in and of itself but they go to space and they're trying to figure out you know solve the mystery and 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 work on the adventure uh and so this one has some good morals to it uh there's a couple little you know we say there's a couple little bathroom jokes um and we say scatological humor which is bathroom jokes and stuff like that so be wary of that but overall it has some really nice uh, moral themes to it Mm -hmm. And again, we're talking about uh, Captain Underpants, the first epic movie, four stars out of four for quality. And again, another plus one, uh, discernment uh, just to be exercised for you, the parent, for your young children. And again, uh, go to movieguide.org and uh, check out this movie, Drill Down. You'll get all sorts of specifics.
Well, <clears throat> the next topic is something that I happen to have witnessed live. Uh, not so much about a movie, but it's about uh, the whole foundation of what Movie Guide's all about, and that is uh, their commitment to a Christian worldview, just like you and I and our commitment to a Christian worldview as we all join this together. Uh, but the other night when baseball is, well, they're in the process of trying, in my mind, they're still trying, <laughs> are they going to be able to have games or not? Because the whole COVID situation makes it very difficult to having a team. And those of us in Florida know the Marlins have been sidelined, uh, sidelined for the weekend because of, uh, of the players. But um, there was a very big commitment by Major League Baseball in all of the opening games and uh, their commitment was to make a statement about Black Lives Matter. And uh, in that uh, statement, uh, all the players uh, lined up, uh, uh, you know, as they do uh, as for introductions for a normal baseball game. There was a very long uh, black um, linen um, that, that all the players held. It was certainly... Um, maybe uh, a, a total of about 100, 150 yards in length. And then after the national anthem, um, there was some players that kneeled. There was an opportunity for everyone to kneel. Now, I happened to be watching the, uh, the Yankee game, and then they flipped out to San Francisco because there was a rain delay. And so uh, there was a pitcher for San Francisco, um, and out there most of the Giants took a knee, I think all of them. He didn't, and so, Evie, I want to bring you in uh, at this point because that's where uh, Movie Guy comes in. I just want to kind of set it up. Uh, Cooper, uh, Cooper Dowd is one of your contributing writers, and uh, this is a story that I think especially our young people, but all of us ought to take heed of because uh, it needs to be done, but it, it also is something that uh, the culture and the PC crowd certainly will come upon you. Talk about that. I think it's a wonderful thing that he um, was standing up for his faith. But the story is, you know, you kind of described it, is that the San Francisco Giants uh, relief pitcher, Sam Coonrod, he uh, actually didn't kneel because he said um, when they were all kneeling for BLM, he said that he is only going to kneel for God. So he said, he says, so I just believe that I can't kneel before anything besides God. I am a Christian. So he's really standing up for his faith. And then, you know, it's, it's with Christianity, we believe that there's no black or white or anything like that. And that Jesus and God created us all equal. And so we do believe in the cause of, of loving each other. Obviously that's the basis of Christianity, but he's saying that the actual BLM, um, as we know, has some things that he says that he can't get on board with um, about the, you know, nuclear family and all that kind of stuff. And so I really, I'm excited, and he, I think it's a great example for younger audiences watching this. Uh, you know, we consider baseball and, and sports as entertainment, and so that's why we're covering it at Movie Guide. And I think it's a great example of someone who's standing up for their faith. You know, I think he um, was, it's not that he's saying something about racism, it's that he was saying something about the BLM cause itself and the organization that. Um, yep you know, and what they're about, so. And uh, part of that is just if folks want to drill down, not in this article, but uh, some of the upper, the, the leaders uh, of the BLM movement 
there are Marxists, there are anarchists, there are those that uh, support alternative forms of, uh, uh, of family relationships. And uh, but the idea is is that uh, I think we all are uh, in lockstep that uh, the atrocious things that have been happening to our our black friends, whether they're brothers and sisters in Christ or not, and those instances. Uh, uh, and I say instances because uh, the, the police do a fine job and there's always going to be some individuals that stand out. But the main thing is, if, if you didn't hear about this, go to movieguide.org, movieguide.org, click on the section for articles. And by the way, there's just uh, like four articles a line, line after line after line. But go down to the one entitled Giant, Giants Pitcher Refuses to Take a Knee During Anthem, says he will only kneel before God by Cooper Dow. Well, that'll wrap things up, and Evie, we're out of time, but as always, thank you for being with us, and again, as it's getting close, we always tell you we're praying for you and that new little one you're bringing along, but thanks for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me. All right, a couple final thoughts on the Bill Bunkley Show. Don't go away. I'll be right back. The preceding segment was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Hi, I'm Sally Harris, founder of Circle C Ranch Academy, a nationally accredited preschool in South Tampa. When I think about Circle C's successes over the last 40 years, I think of Reagan, always a little leader, who rose to become a valedictorian of her class and has been accepted to West Point. Let Circle C Ranch help your child succeed in school and in life. Schedule a tour today at ccranchacademy.com. That's ccranchacademy.com. What if you could take your marriage from good to great? Enter Family Life Today's Take Your Marriage from Good to Great contest, and you could win dinner for two with Dave and Ann Wilson, as well as attend a live taping with the Family Life Today team, including transportation and lodging. Enter once each day now through August 14th by visiting letstalkfaith.com and enter keyword marriage. No purchase necessary. Contest ends August 14th. Restrictions apply. Official rules at familylifetoday.com slash goodcontest. In remote mountain villages... Families who've run out of food while sheltering in place hang white rags or towels outside their doors as a desperate plea for help. In Guatemala and other countries served by Food for the Poor, COVID-19's not only taken lives, but it's taken away parents' ability to feed their children. Crops cannot be planted. Marketplaces are shut. And the jobs parents worked for just a few dollars a day to provide sustenance for their children no longer exist. Please help. With your gift of $111 to Food for the Poor, you'll provide three children with emergency food rations for six months. Through your prayers and financial support, Food for the Poor is providing for families unable to provide for themselves because of COVID-19. Call Food for the Poor now, 855-353-HOPE, 855-353-4673, or click the Food for the Poor banner at letstalkfaith.com. For more than 20 years, investigative filmmaker Tim Mahoney has traveled across the globe in search of patterns of evidence to support some of the Old Testament's most miraculous events. Now, with the Red Sea Miracle Part 2, Journey to Egypt and Beyond, as Tim interviews some of the world's foremost experts to discover the truth. Is there evidence of how and where the host of Israelites could have traveled as recorded in the Bible? Is there evidence of the Egyptian army's demise in the Red Sea? If you've seen the first part of this investigation of the Red Sea miracle, you don't want to miss the continuation. The results of his pursuits are faith-affirming and fascinating, 
you must see Patterns of Evidence, The Red Sea Miracle Part 2. To see this powerful documentary and others in the series, go to SalemNow.com and use the promo code TAMPA for 20% off. Hey, this is Bill Carl. We think of ministry as something that happens at the church. But what about ministry that happens in the marketplace? Tune in this Sunday morning at 8 for a brand new program called Ministry in the Marketplace with pastor, evangelist, author, and entrepreneur, Dr. Richard Hamlet. The gospel is not only for the Jews and the 12 tribes of Israel, but it is for the Gentiles. And then it is for everyone. The gospel is for every people group. It's for every ethnicity. Don't miss Ministry in the Marketplace. Sunday morning at 8 on Faith Talk and at letstalkfaith.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. To battle is to fight, to struggle, to overcome, and ultimately for the Marine Corps, it means to win. There is no alternative. It's not just a statement of intent. It's a promise to our nation, a promise kept for more than two centuries, a promise of the Marines. Faith Talk 570 and 910, online at letstalkfaith.com. The following segment was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. What if I were the one to tell you that the fight's already been well, I think Hey, welcome back. Bill Bunkley here with our final segment uh, of uh, this Friday afternoon, the final segment for the week. And so uh, some thoughts I'd just like to share that um, – as we go into this weekend, of course, we are praying and we are keeping our eyes on Asaias, which is the uh, hurricane, probably going to be a uh, Cat 1 hurricane as it approaches Florida. Uh, so far, as far as we are concerned here, the cone has moved uh, uh, further uh, to the east and uh, in offshore. But we still have folks not only here in Florida, but all the way up the Atlantic coastline. So uh, we want to keep them in our prayers. Now, the interesting thing is about um, Isaiah is that it is Spanish for Isaiah, Isaiah the prophet. Now, you know what Isaiah's name stands for, and that is God's help. So in the midst of all of what's going on, here we have a hurricane uh, that's uh, dedicated to all of our great friends uh, uh, of uh, uh, the hail from uh, Spanish heritage, and as we Look at all the complicated things that are happening in our world today. Um, it's just interesting that we have an opportunity to reflect on Isaiah. And knowing that even though this is a hurricane that could cause destruction, um, it helps us to focus in on God's help. And, you know, as we are hunkered down, as we continue to see some very discouraging numbers uh, due to the COVID-19 right to, in uh, our West Central Florida and Florida area, you know, God is helping us. God is our helper. He's right there with you. He's right there for me. He doesn't, uh, he's not about causing bad things to happen to us. Uh, things are going to happen, but we need to be firmly in him. And as we uh, reflect on that and reflect on um, the week ahead, you know, we've got a primary election that's right around the corner. And uh, more troubling is the November election to elect the next president of the United States, and that is the general election. I'm going to ask you to be in prayer because there's a lot going on behind the scenes, and if you had a chance to keep up with all of that, you would realize a couple of things. First of all, pray about this election. I think that we are on the verge of one of the major, 
the most major catastrophe this country may have ever seen in its short history. And that is uh, something that could be caused if it was declared that mail-in voting uh, is the preferred vehicle for everyone in this election because of the COVID-19 threat. Let me remind you that we just had primaries in California and New York. Mail-in, complete disaster in New York. They're still counting the ballots. They're still validating ballots. And so remember that if you're going to, if millions of people all across America are going to mail in a ballot, thousands of people are going to have to be hired uh, at the various supervisor of elections office because when you mail in a ballot, a signature on that ballot or envelope, it has to be verified. In New York, uh, absolutely astronomical amount of ballots, votes, could be your vote, have been tossed out, tossed aside. Because someone who's not a handwriting analyst, and in a national election, to be someone who was just recently hired on an emergency basis, they're not qualified to look at signatures and decide, is this the real ballot? Is it not the real ballot? And you know how long it's going to take for that? It will take months, two to three months, after the election in November, well past when the new president is to be seated, uh, for those uh, results to be tabulated. And believe me, the post office, well, they're claiming that they're right there in bankruptcy. I don't know if you've noticed, but I just had a, a letter that was misaddressed right here in Tampa. It took it four weeks for it to be returned to me. It is very slow and very questionable. Last time, uh, last presidential election, remember that we had boxes of ballots after the election at the Miami International Airport that was supposed to go to Broward County. They never got counted. So we've got a real crisis in addition to COVID-19, in addition to the Marxists and the anarchists that are trying to pull off a revolution here in this country. We are going to have a, a very, very divided country if we have to deal with mail-in ballots. And as you heard or may not have heard, if you're just joining us, Bruce House Connect with Focus on the Family made it clear that if there hasn't been a determination for a new president, guess who will serve as president uh, on Inauguration Day? Nancy Pelosi, if she retains her seat in the House of Representatives. And so that's something to chew on. But remember, if the vote uh, for um, the country could be certified in the House, it would be the new House Speaker. But I hope that as we go into the weekend, understand that if you're a prayer warrior, this is not a time to just casually prayer. We need to ask the Lord to enlighten us, ask the Lord to give us wisdom, ask the Lord to give us guidance. Either way, either way, we will walk through all of this, those of us who are Orthodox Christians, with the joy of the Lord no matter what may come. Because our light afflictions in the years to come compared to the glory, the glory of going to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ the moment that we breathe our last breath and to live with him in glory and to dwell in his kingdom and to be a part of his forever, ever, ever life, that is what we just smile and keep our hope on, our joy in, regardless what may come. 
Hey, thanks for being with us today. I'll be back with you at the 3 o'clock on Monday. Until then, have a wonderful and a blessed weekend. God bless The preceding segment was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time.